Dap-a-doo, dap-a-doo, two white guys in a wheelchair. Boom. All right. Showtime. Uh, showtime. All right. Okay. Uh, from the top. Uh, whoa, whoa. Okay, we're going to go jump right into tell us a bit about yourself and uh, why you want to be on our podcast today. Uh, sure, I'll, I'll start, I guess. Uh, my name is Mason. Um, I know you guys from, from high school, uh, elementary school even. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't know, we, we started a, a business where we kind of flip and move pool tables, and obviously we're also just buddies, so happy to just hang out and, and, and you know, shoot the shit, but um, yeah, just want to be here, talk a bit about business, talk a bit about life, see what's going on. Fuck yeah. Ryan, what about you? Yeah, well, we met in, uh, what was it, we really clicked in or high school through basketball. Um, we've stayed uh, connected ever since, um, and it's it's been a, an awesome ride. So uh, as life kind of takes us in each of our directions and kind of gets unique and stays sharp uh, as we connect and just share stories, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So um, for your guys' business, where where did the idea come from? Who's, whose idea was it? And then who... Uh, how did it go? Whoever's idea was, <clears throat> excuse me, whoever idea was, it was first, how did you pitch the other person to, how did you, how did you rope them in? Yeah, it was, it was kind of a funny story, actually. Like, it was, there was no one person that had an idea. It was just kind of, like, it happened. So, we moved in together as roommates. I was working, you know, as a recruiter for tech companies. Brian was, you know, going to school. And uh, we were pretty house poor. Uh, but we were also pretty poor, poor. So like we didn't want to get like we don't pay for a bunch of furniture. So we went on marketplace and like found furniture, and then we would, you know, pick up free stuff, sell it for a hundred bucks, and then go pick up something for a hundred bucks, sell it for two hundred bucks, go pay, and then we just did that in our whole house until we had nice furniture. Yeah, we get like stoked over like thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like life changing. We're like nice, like we can go get a, a new end table with us now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we ended up getting a pool table. And, like, another one, like, it was, like, a hundred bucks. It was honestly the biggest piece of trash I've ever seen in my life. Where'd you guys get it? Uh, we got it on Marketplace, and it was up in Airdrie. Mm-hmm. And we got it, like, last February, and it was just, man, <laughs> it was it was something. Uh, but we sold it for 200 bucks. We picked up another one for 200 bucks, and then we're like, there we go, you know, let's yeah. keep it going. A light bulb. Yeah. Yeah. We found a market and we cashed in on it immediately. And we've just been doing full tables, like pool tables full time ever since. So. Is there competition? A little. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, there's like the, you know, the big guys that yeah. are, you know, selling new pool yeah. tables and, and doing the moves. Big pool. Yeah, big pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, competition is probably uh, private sellers. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Nice. And, uh, Okay, so from your estimate, how many pool tables are there in the city of Calgary? <laughs> <laughs> Let me carry the one quick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, ten, what, what, a thousand? Yeah, okay. <laughs> a million? Ten thousand? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, fair, yeah. Enough. Yeah, fair enough. Enough to keep us busy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, uh, so what is the what goes into moving a pool table and does it is it really dependent on each pool table is it or is a pool table like a snowflake each one's a little bit different it's got its own unique characteristic or is it ah yeah it's yeah you, a little okay yeah. yeah I bet it's more of an art than a science hey taking them apart putting them back together and then 
or do you just kind of learn as you go sort of thing? There's a lot of things that are standard. And so yeah. um, we can look at a table now and be like, okay, that's a standard table. We're going to be able to get that done in no time with maybe a bit of problem solving here, like a okay. bolt seizes kind of thing. We'll work our way through it. Yeah. Um, Have you guys ever like dropped something on your toe? No, not yet. Um, a couple of scary, like black ice is our worst enemy right now. There's yeah. been some times where it's like we're carrying it and then your feet are just going out behind you and it's like throwing a piece of slate into a tailgate almost like it's like just not have this thing fall on me you know <laughs> yeah. um but uh actually it's funny you mentioned that one of our uh, competition uh guys he was walking and he fell backwards and the slate fell down onto him and he broke his back yeah so there's it's pretty no heavy. way high risk yeah Jeez, yeah yeah it was just uh he's okay he's lower back um but he's um, okay except for his back yeah like yeah. i mean he's uh, he's got uh, rotor recovery, mobility, yeah. and all that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. How how heavy is a is a slate, or de- it depends. Yeah, it depends on the table size. So like, there's base, there's standards, right? So, um, you know, there's like seven foot long tables, eight foot long, and then nine foot long, and then there's three quarter inch, one inch, and then one inch and a quarter thick. So you know, depending on the variation that you get there. Um, I would say on average, you know, an eight foot table is probably going to be one inch thick and it's about 200 pounds per slate. Um, and then a nine by five would be, you know, closer to 250 or 300 pounds. So they're, they're pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah. It's the, it's the width of the slate that gets to you. I could oh, care yeah. less about length. Like a five by nine is fine. But when you add even like a quarter inch to the slate, it gets, what, what is, is it like heavy? awkward to grab? No, no. You just put them up straight and carry them out. <clears throat> yeah. What is the slate made out of? granite oh nice yeah okay and so so when you so you, you set up the table you put the slate and then what is what's in between the slate and the like the top layer of the felt is it just a layer of felt it's like yeah just okay. slate felt and then it's oh. stapled around yeah oh yeah. shit okay yeah. but like there because there's three pieces of slate so there's also a little bit of beeswax or bond some sealant yeah um we use beeswax some people use bondo uh, we picked up a table yesterday that was DIY. They use silicone. <laughs> We've seen drywall mud. You were cussing oh. at them the whole time, <laughs> yeah. picking that silicone out. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. So there's also beeswax to seal the gaps as well. Nice. So from what you guys know now, what, what – so you get to a point in your life where you want to buy uh, – okay, will you, would you ever buy a new uh, pool table? Uh, we were actually talking about that last night, funny enough. Yeah, so we, uh, funny story, some guy's bar flooded downtown. Um, and I mean, it was in like sub, sub road, so it was like really flooding. And then, um, so we came in and we got like eight sets of slate for free. And we don't know what to do with them now. So we're trying to hire a carpenter or something to help us make the tables. Because God knows, we, we went to school for like chemistry and psych. I don't know how to run a saw that well. <laughs> you know, this thing's going to be like a ninth grader like home ec class like yeah. <laughs> um so <laughs> yeah yeah make it out of pallets or something yeah exactly just trying to source it like build a table for under a thousand dollars it's not gonna look pretty so yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay so you, you so you guys got how many you got five five slates for free eight, about eight yeah, okay about so eight yeah around. so what, that's like two two tables oh no we got sorry eight, eight sets yeah, eight sets oh shit. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah Okay, yeah. so you have like eight tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tables to be made, kind yeah. of thing. Are there oh, any nice. pool halls in Calgary? Tons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
There's a few. Um, the where we got our our yeah our sets from was from a flooded pool hall. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. And the, our living room's a great pool hall to go check out. I highly recommend. Oh, nice. <laughs> you you guys have you guys have a a table set up? Oh yeah, at least three at all times. So yeah, we live in a, a shop. Oh <laughs> pretty yeah. Much. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You both play, obviously. Yeah, who's the yeah. Who would win in a uh, seven-game series? i uh, be honest, we're both pretty trash. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it would be about, you know, 50-50. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Coin toss mm-hmm. for the winner. Yeah, yeah, sometimes we'll just angle the, the table into a corner so the balls all roll into one pocket and we feel good about ourselves at the end of the game. Nice. <laughs> nice. I deserve this one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so... Uh, Okay, so it kind of just happened. The market kind of sprung itself on you. Opportunity was there. So do you guys do this? Is this like a full-time thing now, or are you guys still working, doing other stuff? Or or this is like the market's there to do this full-time? Uh, I'd say it's it's almost there to do it full-time. So, like, we're both full-time as it is. Obviously, you know, we're, we're starting a business, and yep. even if you were starting, like, a, you know, a successful side hustle, we'd probably want quite a few hours on it. So... Uh, for now, it is, you know, full-time. Uh, but I don't know that there's enough demand for pool tables to be bought, sold, and moved in Calgary, if used ones, um, to, to constitute full-time. So we do have to start, you know, looking into other markets, you know, ping-pong tables, f- foosball tables, per- maybe old arcade games. Dartboards. Dartboards, jukeboxes, something like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, for now, like, we're definitely getting kept busy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so you, so Mason, you're, are you, are you still a, uh, a recruiter or? God, no. No, God, no. <laughs> How do you, I, I was curious about that because I, I, I remember, um, this must have been a year ago or something, you were telling, I think last time I kind of talked to you guys about this was probably then and uh, you were telling me that you were doing, how, how'd you get into recruiting and what is, what is that like and what are the, because uh, I, I remember, I, I think a quote from you was like, you get a, and you know, respect to I don't know the people that you're dealing with before. It's it's very interesting, like because you're just you're interviewing people pretty yeah. much like nonstop the whole day. Uh, so it's you, you see a lot of interesting, interesting people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, no disrespect to the to the company that I worked with, or or you know the the yeah. people that I used to work for, or or, or even that profession itself. It, it wasn't for me. Um, so you know, I I do see the appeal to it, but. Uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting, man. Like you, uh, you're interviewing all day and, and you're talking to some, some pretty interesting people. And there's some people that like, they're, they're applying for a job. So they'll interview, like literally they're, they're driving in their car and they're like interviewing for a job. And then other people that like get full suit and tie and, you know, bow tie tuxedo, <laughs> they've got a, a teleprompter in front of them. So um, yeah, the but, answers are all scripted. Yeah, but yeah, no, I got into it. Like, I, it was my first job out of university. I uh, they they needed somebody there. They had a grant. They they kind of hired me, put me where they needed me to be, and it just wasn't a fit. Yeah. Um. And you know, yeah. So from your uh, so how many people do you think in that stint did you interview? Oh, uh, like over a thousand, under a thousand, under a thousand, over a hundred for sure. Yeah. So from yeah. interviewing all those people, what skills from uh, that you kind of enhanced or sharpened there have you brought over to your pool table business? Um, or have you been able to use them yet? Yeah, no, I, I definitely think I have. 
Uh, I used to be like petrified of phone calls, man. Like I, I couldn't make a phone call to save my life, um, especially professionally. Uh, and you know, I think that, um, just being a recruiter has really opened that up for me. Like, like when I was recruiting, it was a big hill to, to get over, but now I have no problem, you know, picking up the phone, talking to someone, talking to them professionally. Um, yeah, total stranger as well. Total stranger. Yeah. And then like, also there's a difference between, you know, speaking, um, confidently and concisely versus kind of stuttering your words and, and using a lot of, uh, you know, like, Still like yeah, that. So yeah. trying to yeah. get your way through. Exactly. Exactly. Being or get nervous. your way through to the ask or exactly. whatever. Yeah. Exactly. So I'd say that those are, you know, skills. They didn't teach me how to lift slates or <laughs> you know, level a table. But yeah. Remove silicon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> what how'd you guys remove after did you just have to tear the like tear the like they used silicon to to secure the felt. That's what they did. No, the the slate, the crack between the two slates. There's a little bit of lip that develops, and you yeah. want to um, smooth that out so there's no like ball jumping off the table kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so they use silicone, which then expanded and made even more of a ramp for the ball to kind of take off. Nice. So yeah. Nice. Uh, so how do you how do you remove that? Do you just have to tear it, or do you got to use like a solvent or something? Yeah, we're gonna use a solvent. Oh, it hasn't. Oh, okay. Hey, my chemistry have, degree you, coming in clutch. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> go find an organic solvent. Let's Hell go. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> But acetone, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, uh, Brian, what what previous experience did you have um, that you've brought into this pool? Um, well, experience? I was a, I was a a student, right? So lots of desk time. Um, I think my main attribute that I brought to the business was a big old fat gut, you know, big barrel from being a student. Um, I'm happy to this later. Yeah. (laughs) One of the biggest things we've noticed too, is like, uh, with this full-time labor job is like, we're starting to actually chisel ourselves a bit and feeling good, you know, and it's, um, we got our first summer coming up doing it full-time. So we're excited about that, you know, beach season. Yeah, exactly. Um, but when it comes to it, yeah, I was a student. Um, I, yeah, I like this job too because it, it gave me a lot of autonomy with my day. So I was able to kind of go out and uh, also pursue um, uh, dentistry. So I was out there shadowing and writing applications and a lot of personal statements. So it kind of gave me the flexibility to also pursue that kind of goal too. So that's awesome. Yeah. What What are the, uh, I, I guess, like what, when do people want their pool tables moved? Like what time of day? ASAP. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> what kind of time frame do you guys have to work with? Yeah. Like once you get the or it call. depends. It's like pretty, f- quite flexible. Um, yeah. People usually go in and then they, you know, they especially because it's a used market. So they'll go into some marketplace buy and they'll look at the pool table and the person selling wants it gone as soon as possible and the person buying is really excited. So we usually get a call and then we usually move within one to two days after that. Okay. Have you guys ever yeah. had like a uh, um, situation go awry and, you know, have some, you know, maybe an unpleasant unple- customer or anything like that? Oh, yeah. We've we've seen it all. Um, one horror story I can tell you about was we were doing a table for a carpenter and we were just doing a simple, you know, like what's 50 divided by two. And we uh, we decided it was 24. <laughs> <laughs> so we put a line Makes on the sense. table yeah that is an inch off and the carpenter walks down and just scratches his head at it and like decides to be quiet and thank god he did because like you know once that line is drawn on the felt it's pretty well scrapped yeah. if you do it wrong right there's no taking a sharpie off of this felt so 
I mean, he was pretty reasonable about it, and that yeah. was we're we're pretty good at not making the same mistake twice. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I was just laughing at Mason's face. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, we've had some. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We had one guy. We like walked in, and <clears throat> yeah, he just like like criticized all of our tools and every like every aspect of the job that we were doing. He like tried to help the whole time and just like hint like got in our way and um and then like we got to like his house and we're like dude you like lied about everything you lied about the size the scope where it was going like we have to charge you more dude we're gonna lose money on this and he's just like yeah just starts hum- what do you mean on and yeah and then criticizing us the rest of the way for you guys yeah. what's the, what's the perfect customer um we like it when they feed us. <laughs> yeah yeah uh we, we get fed pretty often and then there's a lot of people like that watch over us which is fine um if they don't you know say anything but we, we like it when they just oh. leave us alone and let us do our thing mm-hmm. it's nice to see them get excited too you know they're they're shooting the pool before we're even out of the house yeah. and they're they get really excited you get to see smiles on their face so it's a great part of the job yeah. i bet like well it's a great game and it's super fun it brings a lot of people together like people love pool mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um okay so when you guys aren't pool tabling uh what are you guys doing so you're you you you've been like you said you've been working the 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 dentist grind yeah yeah so that's been uh quite time consuming as i was saying there's a lot of a lot of applications a lot of pre-interview post-interview interviews like everything going on um but uh, good news, got accepted to uh, Los Angeles. So we'll be going down south probably start of August. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, and then we're uh, kind of all hands on deck to kind of get something that uh, we can, I can leave with Mason. So, uh, yeah, we kind of got a time crunch coming up here. So, mm. yeah, we'll also get working. Now, you're, now your, hi- your recruiting skills are <laughs> yeah. really Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Have yeah. You, have, do, you, do you have anyone else that you can uh, – that you lean on when one of you is busy? Not yet. Not yeah, your yet. brothers. Well, yeah, I guess my brothers, yeah. I've called my brothers a few times to come in, you know, help move yeah, slates or something. Yeah, but... Uh, and are they any any interest from them? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't yeah. want this full time. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair yeah. enough. All right, so anyone out there looking for a... Um, uh, looking to get chiseled? Looking to get a hot bod for the summer. <laughs> That's the main selling aspect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or or looking to uh, make a pool table under a thousand dollars. That's what you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the budget. Yeah. Looking to, you know, really hone your artistic craft and and budgeting skills. Any uh, any carpenters out there? Any carpenters <laughs> out there who yeah. want to make a pool table? Uh, hit these guys up. Um, okay, so you, Brian, you've been on the dentist grind. Mason, what what do you do when you're not pool tabling? That's a good question, man. I uh, I spend a lot of time pool tabling. Um, but uh, no, I I really like to to make music, man. I love. How's that music. been going? Uh, slower, you know, since the, since this has started. But um, got yeah, got a couple things in the works. So yeah, play guitar, sing, and and got a couple of friends who produce, and yeah. Yeah. Like a billiard hall rock kind of yeah yeah making a jingle right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and so you, yeah what is your uh, how do you like describe your sound um man that's a good question uh I would say it's uh kind of like 
Jack Johnson meets like indie pop kind of thing. I like that. making banana pancakes in the pool hall. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's exactly. I actually wrote that song, dude. How did you know? <laughs> I have this whole telepathy. I'm taking a course online masterclass. Oh. Yeah, mind reading. Yeah. Who's the instructor of that masterclass? Um I was trying to think of someone funny, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, online guru guy. Yeah, um, some online guru. Yeah. Do you guys have any big plans for the spring or summer? Any trips or anything like that coming up? Yeah, I mean, I'm with some buddies from uh, Florida. We're going to Florida. Uh, all my college buddies. We got a yeah going grad trip coming Florida. up. That'll be really cool. Post grad trip. That's where we went to Florida. So we're gonna do like a reunion and head back down. Where, where in Florida are you headed? Uh, the Keys. Ooh, yeah. That'll be really interesting. Yeah, nice and hot. It's gorgeous down there. Yeah, I've never been, but uh, I've seen a couple shows. You guys gonna go alligator wrestling? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or what? Hunt alligator in Florida? I you must I be don't able think to. So. Well, you, you probably can, but I don't know if you're, you're supposed like, to. Like you can, you like can do anything. <laughs> for alligator. I think it's the cougars that you want down there. Ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> this guy. Oh. Uh, no, uh, what are the what are the the prop planes or not the prop planes the, uh, the like boats a, the boats oh. with the with the big fans on the, the end of them? I don't know what those are called. Fan boat, fan boat. Fan yeah, boat. that's probably what it's called. <laughs> um, are you guys doing anything like that or where where where? So you're going to the keys or is it just laying just on a beach? laying on a beach and drinking? Are you gonna do any night. fishing at all? Probably not. It's yeah. yeah these guys are degenerates. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, oh, that's one of the things I want to ask you. So you guys went and did a big hike. Uh, what, what was the not the, was it the West Coast Trail? Yeah, West yeah. Coast Trail. Uh, what was that like? What was that experience like? The whole the the build up to. Okay, so what did you expect going into it, and what did you how how did it either meet those expectations or divert from those expectations? Mm-hmm. It was awesome, dude. It was amazing. Um, I would say going into it, I was expecting war, uh, and so, coming. So, so maybe uh, just for like people out there who don't know what the expect, like what the West Coast Trail right. is, like if you get. Maybe yeah, you, for sure. Yeah. yeah, so the West Coast Trail, it's a it's a seven day uh, hike up the west coast of uh, of Canada. So uh, on Vancouver Island, you just go like from from one point to the other. It's seventy five kilometers, um, and it's mostly on a beach, but. A lot of it's in the forest as well. Yeah. 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 All right. So you expected it to be war? I expected war. And like, yeah, no, it was amazing. Um, I expected war. It was a little bit like war, but it was also, you know, the most freeing and calm my mind has ever been. Uh, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere. You got no phones. You got no responsibilities. There's no, there's nothing there. It's just, you know, put your head down and walk 20K today. That's it. That's all you think about um, when you get hung- hungry, you eat, and then when you get tired, you sleep at like 7 p.m. And that sounds like an absolute blast. It was unreal. <laughs> yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of bliss to just have like you're walking down. You got your he- you're grinding. You got your heavy bag on you. You've been going all day. You've only had like 300 calories in your system, and it's like 4 p.m. And you're just sitting there. And you're like, this is awful. This is awful. This is awful. And you're just grueling through it. And then you get there, and you're like, oh well, if my brain says one thing all day, it's actually really nice and bliss. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
but yeah, no, and then you, you look over your shoulder and you see these beautiful views and you see eagles in the trees and it's, it's really great. Yeah. Yeah. What was the, uh, I guess, what was the most challenging part of that, about that? And what was the, I guess, what was the best part? Um, I, I think the most challenging would probably be preparation. So, you know, obviously there was month, like we scheduled it in February. We didn't do it until mid-July. So there's months of, of, of prep. Um, and one of the things that we learned was, was not to over prep when you're in the woods, you need one thing to protect you from bears, one thing to like a knife for cougars, bear spray for bears, and then you eat, sleep and poop. And that's it. That's all you do. So, you know, you bring stuff for that. Uh, and it was really easy to just way over prepare, you know, think you need, oh, I need something to roll my back out at, at the end of the day, I need walkie talkies. I need, you know, um, a game to play. I need a book to read. Like you don't need any of that. You're gonna, you're gonna eat, sleep, poop and, and protect yourself. That's it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember I packed a GoPro and I was super excited to take pictures the whole hike. And the second we get on the ferry that takes you to the trailhead, I got one photo with it and then it died. So I had oh to carry this thing with me the whole hike. <laughs> yeah, just dead weight after <laughs> yeah. that. So it goes to show, yeah. Bring one camera and maybe an extra battery. But yeah, yeah we got to coordinate through everyone and delegate. Yeah. So when, when you guys hike, was it just you two? Or was there like another group of people? Because that's like for that you, it's kind of like the the way I understand it is it, it's it's kind of they they limit the amount of people that go in. so you kind of like you apply to go you get a permit and then do you go with like a group of people like a cohort kind of or is it just like nah this is this is me and mason's thing see you guys later so yeah yeah so i mean we went with two of my college buddies but oh, yeah okay. it's it is yeah. like you you book and then you just show up within that day and then and then they just send you on your merry way so like we i mean there was groups that we would see along the way but for the most part, man, it, like, it was just the four of us. Yeah. yeah. We started also on the hard side of the hike. It kind of breaks into two halves, and there's a river that runs all the way up, um, and that kind of is the halfway point. And there's a ferry that, that picks you up. So we started on the hard side of the hike, and there was, like, no one there. There was, like, one or two, three people at each campsite. And then you got to the halfway point where the ferry is, and then it's just filled with people the whole way down the beach and everything yeah. because – People walk, you know, the, the two, three-day hike, and then they take that ferry home. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we got to see the the really quiet side and then the really busy side after. So, like, the busy side, how many people would have that, that you've seen there? Oh, you're fighting for a camp spot kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the beach. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's that like? It was all right. I mean, you yeah. just go find something. It's, it's not your first pick and you got to make sure you're far enough away from the tide that's kind of all you got to worry about yeah. yeah um any wildlife that you guys saw besides eagles you guys said there's lots of eagles yeah lots of eagles uh one time a branch fell and we all just shit our pants <laughs> 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 yeah i remember <clears throat> a big branch fell down and then we all just stopped walking and our pupils just dilated and we're all just sitting there you know goosebumps and Thinking slowly that we're reaches for the night. Exactly. We're back. like, okay, here we go. Here's a cougar in the bush. <laughs> and um, But no, nothing. I've been prepping for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we actually lost the bear spray at one point. Um, you, you sit down a bunch and, you know, it, you're not sitting on anything like a chair. So yeah. it gets bumped out. Um, it happens. And then uh, so we stopped. We lost the bear spray. And then 
four or five stops later, we found another bear spray on the ground. So kind of, we just swapped with someone. It evens out. Yeah. 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 It's, how, how many people do that, like, uh, that trek per, like, per year? It's I think be there's, like, a thousand is, like, the... Okay. Yeah, it's it's a small amount. Okay. Yeah, so they kind of, they keep it pretty protected. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so how, so when you apply, so, like, the, the application process, how, how does, how does that work? You, you go on westcoasttrail.com and... And well, then make an application kind of thing, or how how does that? We had a group out? chat on Skype or something going on. This is pre-COVID before Zoom blew up, but yeah, we we're sitting there, um, and uh, we all have like twenty tabs open, and it, it it says, "Okay, we're gonna put you in a queue." So wait, refresh, 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 and then all of us went in the queue, and I was like sixteen thousandth in line or whatever, you know. And there's because everyone's doing like fifty queues, um, and so then luckily we got someone who's like three hundredth. And then that one got us in. Nice. Yeah, because everyone goes, so it opens up at a specific time, right? But everyone goes to the website before it opens up because they all know if they do that, then they might they might get it. Yeah. So instead of, uh, you know, just putting you in line, it just, uh, like, it takes all the people that are there and then it just puts them into a totally random queue. And so we all had a bunch of tabs open because every tab was a different number in the queue. And, yeah, Brian was, like, 16,000. And luckily someone in our group was, like, yeah, in the hundreds. <sighs> Dumb yeah, 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 just playing the the online queue game, pretty much. Yeah, so it's about a thousand people, and then there's a couple tens of thousands of people trying to. Well, times fifty, right? So each person oh. has fifty tabs open to get in the queue, right? Okay. Play the play the random game and hopefully get sooner. Oh, nice. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't release this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now people know the strategy. Yeah. Got Yeah. It's like speed running strat. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. What was uh, if there's is there any like one particular moment from that trip that sticks out in your mind? Like one view or one one animal you saw, one really, I don't know, big tree, anything um, like that. Yeah, a couple. Uh, so there was one one section called Owens Point. And so, like, what, what we're doing here is, like, we're hiking along the beach. So we have these, these you know, cards that have all of the tides and how the tides are going to come in. So we have to make sure that we're racing to beat the tides. So to do that, it's like we have to get up at 4 in the morning, walk, you know, 10 kilometers while the tides are low, and then retreat to the trees uh, if we want to see something. So one of the, one of the areas was Owens Point. The tide went down. There was about three kilometers of, you know, boulders, and they were as, as tall as, you know, both of us to get over. Um, super slippery because they're covered, obviously, in water, water. and algae. <laughs> and algae. Um, so it was terrifying to get, to get across. It was super, super hard. But then you get to Owens Point, and it's, like, just this massive, like, rock wall with, like, holes and caves that you could explore. And that part was awesome. That's yeah. wicked. What, um, was there any points where you... You almost got caught in the tide, or you guys timed it pretty good. Is there? There's like points where you're kind of you're walking on the beach, and then that part at a specific time you can't walk there, like it's covered by ocean, yeah, kind of thing. Okay, was there? You but you didn't get caught up in that, or? I mean, there was times where you you finish the day. Um, I remember actually, I was pretty good with keeping my boots dry, um, except for one time I was crossing this like little log over a river, and I fell in. <laughs> you know how it goes 
And then the rest of the day, I didn't care. So I was just trudging through the water. You know, I was <laughs> up to my ankles and like, they didn't care at that point. So yeah, yeah. I, I just, whenever I, when I, like, even like when we've talked about this before, I, I just think of like, just being wet for like, a, like 10 days. Yeah. It, it just missed. soaked. Yeah. yeah. And like everything you change into soaked. Yeah. Once it's wet, it stays wet. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. It's too humid to dry. We got really lucky with the weather. Actually, it didn't rain much on us but yeah there's some people they go and it's seven days straight of just trudging through the rain yeah what uh, time of year did you guys go summer yeah summer, summer mid, mid july, july. Mid just july. before stampede okay. that's right i came back and then i did a whole week of drinking and boy oh, oh boy yeah. did i get dehydrated my <laughs> face swelled up yeah like my eyes wouldn't open i was oh, so no. i was in a bad place yeah 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 yeah. And then I uh, ended up getting massive blisters, like the whole back of my heel was kind of peeling off kind of thing. Oh. And I ended up doing like 30K in my Crocs. Oh my <laughs> so those things are like this framed was, on this my wall This was at the now. Stampede, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be nice is, well, did you guys pack like extra socks? Or did the socks just get wet? I brought like one pair of socks for each day. And then, um, and that's like the only clothing that I actually changed every day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I brought, uh, yeah, I brought extra socks. And it, the only thing I could ever recommend to anyone doing that trail yeah. that you should bring extra of is socks. Yeah. yeah. And double zip lock them. Exactly. Keep mm, everything burn dry. Them. Yeah. And then burn them after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to sleep next to this guy. So yeah. Oh man, that tent was a stink bomb. In the yeah. Morning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so growing up, were you guys, were you guys, uh, big campers? Yeah, a lot of camping. I did Cub Scouts, um, you know, since grade school. So I've always kind of been out there doing winter camping, even and being pretty involved in the uh, outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Mason, same with you, or not really? No, um, we were big glampers for sure. Nice. Like my my parents had a, a trailer, and we'd always go when I was really young. We'd always go camping in the trailer, um, but it was uh, it was not tenting in the winter yeah. by any means. Yeah. Um, but yeah, got really into it, like in my adult life. So yeah, yeah, COVID came around and all of a sudden there's nothing to do. Right. So yeah. we ran to the Rocky Mountains and that's when we really developed the, the muscle to do it and everything. You ran to the Rocky Mountains? Well, that's a metaphor. I've met a guy who walked there before. So I was like, oh, yeah. man, you ran there. That's impressive. Um, OK, so, yeah, because one, one of the things I remember um, from my childhood is you and because um, so Brian and and Mason, like you guys are both good friends with my younger brother Malcolm, a friend of the podcast. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's that's kind of how I know you guys, right? Is through Malcolm a bit. Um, but one of the things I remember is uh, uh, Brian, you're you and Malcolm would go, and wasn't yearly or anything, but you guys would go out to Saskatchewan for a, like a fishing trip. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. would. Uh we would even like, what was it? We would drive and then we would hit till the road ends in northern Saskatchewan. Then we would get out and quad and we would quad caves through the, the trees. And then we would get into um, boats and we would boat through um, riverways and up lakes. And then we were so northern Saskatchewan too that like the sun wasn't setting. So I don't even know if it was Saskatchewan. We we're probably up in the territories. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we'd go out there and we could just catch monster fish out crazy north uh, Canada. Jeez, like I didn't, cool. I didn't realize that's how far, that's where you guys. I just like in my mind, I was like, oh yeah, Malcolm's in Saskatchewan with Brian. Oh no, we. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't realize yeah. that's what you guys were doing. Yeah, it was kind of scary. We would like, um, it was my, 
my uncle and he had his first nations. So, um, we would, he'd be like, yeah, you can go out, but when you do, please do some labor, you know, go cut me down a, a path to the next lake over kind of thing. So we're out there operating chainsaws and we're like, if we ever hurt ourselves, like it is hours and like helicopters to get back to safety. Do you have like a sat phone or anything like that up there? Or no? uh, there was one, one cell like antenna and like this thing is like a joke you had to sit right next to it to get any reception and whatnot I mean and I was like 15 at the time so for me that was how I connected to Instagram and you know I put that stereotypical fish picture up you know on the tinder (laughs) 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 priorities right yeah that's crazy so how do you do you do you still go out there at all or not really anymore? Uh, life's got busy, you know, yeah. and I'd love to get back out. I think that's uh, probably a goal of mine this summer, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Where whereabouts would you go to get to where you went? Like, how would you get there from? Yeah, so from if, we, if we wanted to leave today, where where would we go? We drive east, obviously. Yeah, and then up. Put a <laughs> put an RV or um uh. A four by four in the back of, uh, or like a trailer, get in the car and take that to Saskatchewan and just go straight north kind of thing. Because my aunt lives in La Ronge, and that's probably about the farthest north I've been. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you guys are close to there or anything like that. No, no. Well, yeah, we were much, much further north. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's it, like, what's the landscape there? Because, like, for me, like, Saskatchewan is kind of, like, not, well... Like I haven't spent much time in Saskatchewan, so I know that there's I know there's lots of lakes, and then I know it's from the highway. It's I always thought it was funny that people joke that Saskatchewan's flat, but in terms of like on the highway, Saskatchewan's not that flat. It's kind of like you have like dips and yep. and then Manitoba is the really flat part. You like drive through Manitoba and it's like it's dead flat. It's like on a level, man. And then but Saskatchewan or like from like on Highway One kind of thing. It's always dips and stuff like that, but. I don't know from where you guys were, so you get straight north in the territories. Basically, what what does the landscape change? It's hard to kind of really tell you because you're in the in the bush the whole time. So right, you can't really see past your nose, kind of thing. A lot of woodland. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs in the R or the four by four, but nothing too too notable. Okay. Yeah. yeah right by lakes. Like a lot of lot of. Is there a lot of poplars there, or is it more like tundra? Once you get up that north. I, I I think it's more yeah tundra more tundra more tundra yeah not a lot of trees from your memory you're too busy taking fish well, pecs yeah <laughs> far, hey guess. check out this massive fish I just caught ladies <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty heavy forest okay into. yeah yeah and so Mason you um so you're more of a glamper growing up more of a glamper growing up yeah, yeah. what about you Ritten? as a we were a hotel family. that's western (laughs) uh yeah yeah not camping really i think my camping well there was like a couple camping experiences but uh not with my parents yeah no we were like school or yeah through school i remember we went to like mount kid once and mount uh uh, or camp horizon camp horizon (laughs) (laughs) nice Yeah, yeah that was yeah quite the uh uh, what's the, what's the, what's the book where they're all Lord of the Flies? Yeah. It's kind of Lord of the Flies yeah. situation a little bit there. Um, uh, oh no, but, um, fuck, what was I going to say? I don't know. Rick, what was I going to say? Um, were you about to talk more about camping? Yeah. No, I, I was never, never a big, big Camping's camping fun. 
It is fun. We used to get BB guns every year. We uh, we went out to do summer solstice camping, and it was just a war among the kids. Like we're like, all right, it's on. We get there, get out of the cars. Everyone just bolts, and then it's on. That sounds pretty. That is Lord of the Flies, if I've ever heard it. Yeah, (laughs) it it, it was really fun, but it hurts too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was I I never played too much like airsoft or or, uh, or yeah like I we were never allowed BB guns. Mm. But you have adult money now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you can go buy airsoft guns. I, I am allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you guys ever do summer camps? Uh, uh, like camp, uh, camp chief actor. Yeah, did that one a couple times. Got bucked off a horse. Good for you. Sucked. I I guess I kind of fell. Don't blame yourself. Yeah, but yeah, my uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I I never did summer camps. Did you guys do summer camps? Yeah, yeah, I did a couple of summer camps, mostly like like Christian summer camps, which nice. was uh, I don't know why I was there, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they were fun, man. Like you just kind of go and play games, and then and then vibe. I went to and one vibe. though that was for like all all boys. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, it was pretty gnarly because like it was just boys' activities. So like we would like shoot guns and stuff. And um, where's this camp? I want to go. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, all of the games we played were like full contact, and so like w- like one kid like broke his arm <laughs> in the week that we yeah. were there. Like I'm shocked that they were allowed to do what they did. Uh, and then we um, like we were all shooting guns at the gun range, and like we stole some some bullets, and we took them back to our. Uh, like our cabin and we took <laughs> i probably shouldn't say this <laughs> but uh we took like a statue of limitations yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we took like a like a paper towel um that c- cardboard thing inside it and we just filled it up with like all the gun like we took off the, the tops filled it up with gunpowder sealed it up and then like threw it into fire on the beach and then just true. like stood back and <laughs> You guys are making pipe bombs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, where are your parents? Who is supervising us? Yeah, no, but it's it was camp, awesome. man. It's allowed. It was camp. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's what you do at camp. It was yeah, you explore. You explore yeah. nature and <laughs> yeah. how to build a pipe bomb. Yeah, yeah, one on one. I can't yeah. remember who it was, but there was it was Camp Horizon one year, but two kids fought in the in like the the uh, the little shacks we had. Yeah, like, but it wasn't like, uh, like, hey, screw you, man. It was like, hey, you want to have a, a friendly fist fight? Yeah, sharkies and gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 did that before. Well, we that did was that. I, I had braces, and I yeah, well, we that was like a cage that we did a cage rage. Yeah, yeah. Brett Bassett, Rob, and Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. I had braces, so it just looked like so you like punch me in the mouth once, and then it's like just blood. Yeah. <laughs> You got uh, me in the jaw, and I was, like, rolling it for, like, four hours after. I was like, that really hurt. Yeah, <laughs> boys yeah. being boys. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that that was, like, I don't know what it is about that, but just, like, throwing shit in, like, fires is, like, I don't know, like, it, like, kind of, like, scratches some sort of itch. Sort yeah, of yeah primal, brain, right? Primal yeah. hunger for yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, so I remember like uh, like even like with like uh, yeah, you do like with like axe body spray or something like yeah. that. That was the big one, and then yeah. just watch shit explode. Oh, yeah. I have a really good story about that. I was working at um this home staging company, and we end up going to this house, and it w- it turns out to be one of my brothers. 
ex-girlfriend's place and um there was a uh, a beat like a like a pellet gun so like a step up from like a bb gun yeah, yeah a little more dangerous and i was i was talking to the manager on site and i was like can i take this home like i know whose house this is and she said it was fine and he was like sure so we we had this thing for like two weeks me and uh and john and unsupervised unsupervised and then we take it out one day and i'm with uh, a couple of buddies of mine and we you know we put a axe body cans uh spray bottle um on like some rocks we go back 20 yards we try to shoot it and we we clip it and there's a bit of a fire going already and it blows up and it was loud and this is like right above aspen yeah and it's like oh f- I remember the, the the dumbest thing I did, and this was, like, in university was, um, and I, I should have known better, but this was, like, I took one, you know, like, the little Bic lighters, like, the see-through yeah. ones, so you can see the butane in it? Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, like, that liquid, I wonder what that's like. So I, like, put it on the ground, and I took a hammer, and then I, like, broke it open, but then, like, like the butane, like, when it's in, like, when it's, like, in regular atmosphere, just, like, evaporates, yeah, right? it's pretty volatile. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like that thing's under pressure, and so I just hit it, and then it exploded. And I was like, no, sa- no, like glasses or anything. I'm like, yeah, I want to see what, the, what's this like weird liquid? What's it all about? <laughs> Boom! And then it's like, oh shit! Like, yeah, I could have lost an eye right yeah. there. Yeah, That's, yeah. I had a silly string for one of my parties, and we had a fire going on in the backyard. So everyone's drunk, and we're playing with silly string, and someone thought it was a good idea to put it in the fire. So in it goes, and we're all like head above the fire, like two feet away, staring at this thing dangerous yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) oh i can't wait for this to blow up let me put my head in front of it and we're sitting there and you know it's uh kind of like a faulty grenade we give up on it oh nothing's gonna happen and so we walk away and um now i'm standing you know 30 feet away no one's at the fire and uh, that kind of excitement's dissolved and uh we're standing there and then all of a sudden it's just like kaboom and i mean logs are flying out of this fire and like my mom's furniture, which she just bought, had a bunch of, like, burn marks in it. And, like, oh, it's a good no. thing no one was around it because they would have got seriously injured. This thing was a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, for anyone thinking of doing this out there, <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. We're yeah. professional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched the YouTube video once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so more of a more of a, a a glamper, but more more of a more of a camper. Um, uh, so, so, but it, you think it was COVID that really kind of pushed you you to like go out camping more, or was it? Li- so, uh, what was the situation that brought you guys to to be living together in the first place? Because from so, Brian, you were living out in Nova Scotia for a long time. Uh, it's kind of like after high school, I guess. Like. Uh, Brian, you moved out to Anaganish, and yeah. then Mason, where, where I was, where yeah, I was in Kelowna. Right. Um, so yeah, we both did university in kind of our own cities, and yeah. you know, we stayed in touch. Obviously, we've we've known each other since grade four. Yeah, good buddies in high school, but um, yeah, like I'd say for for the mountains and and for hiking, like. COVID was a push for sure, but living in Kelowna with all those mountains and and you know being in BC, obviously. Uh, around BC people who are all very much in, in the mountains. Um, that also was like, that's what got me into it mm. kind of thing. So I, I got, I got into hiking and I got into, you know, snowboarding more and, and yeah. we did a little bit of rock climbing and, and stuff like that. And 
Um, and yeah, and then when COVID came around, it was just like, you know, what else? What else are we gonna go do? Yeah, you know, let's go to the wilderness. Exactly. You want to yeah. see your friends? It's like we'll go meet them in the forest somewhere. <laughs> so um, it really was a good push, and yeah, we just fell in love with it. And how we came to live together was just like being being buddies, and and we both wanted to move out, and you know, yeah, it was. Uh start of covid um and we're both living with our parents we just got back from school so that's what you do right you move back in with your parents yeah. and uh covid hits and we're sitting there and you're with your parents 24 7 right and so we were pretty we were itching to get out of that house um and so uh, an opportunity arose and we both kind of were like yeah let's go get a place together and yeah mm-hmm. yeah he texted me and then i was like because you were living at your mom's and then your mom left and then you're like yo bedroom opened up and i was there th- pa- bags packed that day i was yeah. out of my parents house man i, I yeah i need to get out of there Fair. But. Right. so uh so i guess when when what 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 year would have this been this would have been 2020 2021 2021 yeah okay and so you you moved back to calgary when uh 20 like how long were you uh i was back in 2020 20 summer of 2020 i wasn't supposed to come back though um i was working at a job uh in Kelowna, and then COVID happened and um we were a housing company that paired young people with older people okay um so it was a it was a little tough to to sell that during you know the beginning of COVID, obviously so uh we went to online and and non-COVID times i think that's a really good idea it was it was a great idea yeah yeah it was an awesome company but uh yeah well, after COVID, it was a hard sell. So we went to online. I moved back home. Uh, and then school, like I had to finish school after. So school was online. Mm-hmm. And then I just stayed at home because why pay rent, right? So. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And then Brian, for for you, when when did you come back to Calgary? When What was the... Um, I remember it was 2019 and I was out at a St. Paddy's Day party. And like this is pre-COVID and, you know, COVID hasn't showed up in Canada yet. So everyone, you know, I got like a big group of like 400 people in a field right now. And then all of a sudden the university, like this is a university party and the university sends out an email saying, oh, go home. Like school's done. COVID's happening. Take your exams online. And you can imagine what the party went through emotionally as, as this email comes in. It's just all of a sudden like, a, yeah, let's party, you know, school's done. And then, so everyone hits the bottle and then, people start to rationalize it and they're like, oh my God, this is one of the last times I'm going to see my university friends. So it was this massive high and then this massive low. Like yeah. it was like people just drunk, ugly crying oh everywhere. <laughs> it was just this gong show. And then the next day that it was a ghost town. Yeah, everyone went home Crazy. within the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And th- oh, so this was in, out in Halifax. Out in, yeah, okay. in Annie Ganesh, Nova Annie Scotia. Ganesh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we, we came home and, and then lived at, uh, with my parents. Nice, yeah. nice, and so that would have been kind of twenty twenty one as well too. That, that yeah, twenty nineteen kind of into getting close oh, twi- to 20. Uh, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Okay, okay, nice. Um, uh, okay, and so okay, both of you moved home. All right, love my parents, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. On to the next yeah. chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so okay, I wanted to move back, uh, circle back a bit. So this housing company that you were working for what, what i'm kind of curious about that what is what was the uh, yeah, yeah 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 so i mean it's, it's, a, it's an awesome company i loved working there um it's, it's called happy pad uh what they did basically was uh they were trying to pair 
like they found that there was a bunch of senior citizens or older people that were, you know, empty nesters or they had kids that graduated and moved out. And so there's these people that had big houses, uh, a lot of empty rooms and, you know, no one, no, to, one no one there. So they were, you know, not only super socially isolated and, and lonely, um, but they also had pretty prime real estate that could pr- produce income for them and, you know, cure their loneliness essentially. So it was a platform that tried to match people based off of personality um, and, uh, yeah, basically just take those spare bedrooms and, and fill them with, with younger people. Yeah. Yeah. W- was there was there any take? Was it just in Kelowna or was it kind it, of everywhere? It was – so it started in Kelowna. Um, it was BC-wide spreading into Alberta when I left the company. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that they're – I think that they're Western Canada-based now. Cool. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a really – it's an interesting thing because, like, uh, yeah, you, you're probably totally indoctrinated into what, what there's, like, or indoctrinated is not the right, educated on that because, like, yeah, it's it's interesting, like, just seeing, like, because I think I'm in a, a super fortunate position where, um, like, both my grandparents are still alive and um, my parents are, like, but it's interesting kind of seeing, like, these generational, like, challenges that pop up with that. Yeah. Um, and kind of, like, because you want people, like my grandma, for example, she has uh, Alzheimer's, and it's important for her to, um, like you, you, you read, all, there, there's, you know, everyone has like a different approach to, you know, how you can treat something, but a big one, especially for older adults is like, like li- living in place kind yeah. of thing, and, or aging in place, I think is the word that they use for it, and it's, uh, and how that's important, and how big changes can kind of like, can negatively impact that, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of a catch 22 because um, like, it's not really safe for her to be living on her own kind of thing. And yeah, there's, and then as well too, it's like uh, from the younger person side too, is like, yeah, it's a, there's a fucking housing crisis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Fucking real estate's like yeah. fucking insane. So in BC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, B- yeah, BC. Uh, but I guess like everywhere yeah. too at the same yeah. time. So I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it was, it, it was hard to, to make it take, um, yeah. you know, there's competitors like Airbnb and, yeah. you know, VRBO. So it's, it's, it's tough, but, um, the idea, I liked the idea of it for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I find that like the, the housing's probably a tough, is a tough thing. Like the kind of comes down to probably like the, the execution of it, especially like if you're like in a non, like a non-traditional, like. Yeah. kind of like cut and paste kind of yeah. thing because it like requires a bit of like wiggleness wiggle room and flexibility from both parties so interesting um i i wanted to jump to something um so I, you guys both have tattoos on your feet right <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yes Could, what, what does it say Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about that we before. We thought it was fun. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, a good yeah, one. No. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> could you uh, maybe uh, tell us, tell me the story? Because from what I know is that you guys just, uh, I think I was with M- Malcolm, so that's my, my, yeah, my brother. Uh, Does he have it too? I don't think so, because I remember I was driving with him once. He's like, oh, like, like you guys are one of, someone in your friend group or something, like, oh, they're at this party, and they're all everyone's getting uh yes tattoos on their feet <laughs> oh so i really so he really wanted to go but like we we were like we had to do something else yeah. so he yeah. couldn't he couldn't make that one 
but uh, yeah, so what's what's the story behind this? And uh, for for those of uh, for those of people that don't know, uh, can you tell us more about these uh, these feet tattoos? Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it was kind of funny. Like I, I just got a yes tattoo on my foot from you know a friend in Cologne. Just stick and poke. Um, just because, you know, I wanted to live my life by like this idea of like, yes, like I love yeah. that idea where you just kind of like, you say yes to things, you do them. If you hate them, you don't do them again. If you love them, great. Yeah. Now you had it's fun. A, it's a good story. For, yeah. Even if you hate it, it's a good story. What's exactly. Quote? It's like, it's better to have done so and then to regret not having done so or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So I, I got that tattoo just to kind of remind me. And then, uh. And then I went home and, you know, a buddy of ours looked at the tattoo and he was like, I kind of want that tattoo. And I was like, I'll give it to you. So I went upstairs and I got a stick and poke hammered. (laughs) Never. I've never done a stick and poke before. (laughs) I was, I was hammered. Ricky man. Yeah. Yes. No, straight up. He was like, he was like, so you've done this before, right? And I was like, yeah. And then, and then he was like, (laughs) he was like. Do you want to like at least watch a YouTube video? And I was like, I think I got it. I, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just you know sent it and got a yes tattoo. Percent of the that was the best one we did, man. Yeah, yeah. Dude. The rest went to shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I got my next after that. So it went Mason, Landon, then me. Um, and I remember being like, okay, I'm gonna get this tattoo, but I'm gonna make sure Mason's not wasted when he gives it to me. <laughs> anyway, I remember finishing up work, and then he. Uh, I was like, all right, let's get, let's get it on or <laughs> let's get it done. So I put my foot up on the table and then Mason takes a stick and poke. And I remember like watching the first time he does it. He just, it's this four pronged needle and it just, he puts it into my foot and, and this thing goes like five millimeters into my yeah, skin. And a then lot, he, a lot further than yeah, you were. <laughs> And then he pulls it out and like, I just watched the skin just like oh. build a tent under the needle as it comes out. And I was like, oh God, this is like in my bloodstream now. We're going <laughs> to win it. Um, and how he put the stencil too was like just he grabs like a big pen and he just puts yes on my foot and then all of a sudden he that's <laughs> 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 why so I got some big pen. So uh, so how many people have this tattoo that you guys know about? I don't think Malcolm has. So it. that's the best part about it is like anyone can get it. The whole the whole like rule of it now is just someone else has to kind of give it to you. Okay. So it's it's open invite, um, but. Just and you know, preferably drunk when you they it's give like, it. Like uh, it's like the Yellowstone brand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think I think I gave it to like six people, and wow. there was uh, we went camping one day, and that's where we got like most of them done. And I was just sitting there giving tattoos all day, and like you're camping, so you're just getting more and more drunk <laughs> throughout the day. And I was like, yo, if you want your tattoos, come get them now. And then like by the end of it, I was just like. I was done. I was hammered. And then I just, like, got halfway through, like, one of our buddy Gavin's tattoo. I, like, halfway through it. And then I just, like, gave up. And then I just, like, looked at, like, the girl that was to my right. And I was just, like, here, you finish. And then I just gave it to her. And she just started going. And then she gave up. She gave it to someone else. And then it's, like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. Virtuous yeah. cycle. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Someone's out there which just a ye. Oh. <laughs> Actually, though, yeah. Our buddy Sean, his uh, his lost the Y. So <laughs> S. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is the motto I live my my life by. <laughs> S. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, so there's probably a good like 10, 20 people who have this who have this tattoo. Yeah, it's snowballed, and yeah. I think uh, the like we're just trying. Everyone's like, oh, I want to get it now. I want to get it. It's been like four years, and and. Well, that's like what Mal- Malcolm. That's what Malcolm's like. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, <laughs> if if you want it, we're like, okay, yeah, just order the kit on Amazon and we'll give it to you. That's yeah. the only catch. Yeah. All right. Okay. Is that exclusively a foot tattoo? No. no. Has anyone got it somewhere else? Has gotten it or everyone's gotten it on their foot so far, yeah. but you guys can get it wherever you want. Yeah, yeah. you can get it <laughs> get on your forehead if you yeah. wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Gram stamp. Yeah. yeah. Uh Nice. Uh, okay, so just thinking, I wanted to ask you guys about that because I I remember like Malcolm was like very excited about like or he was really trying to. It's like okay, I need we need, whatever. I can't remember what we were doing, but it's like, it's like okay, we got to get this done because I need to go here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he. I I guess he'd never. I don't think I don't think he has it. I don't know, Malcolm. You can let me know if you <laughs> actually got it or not. Yeah, and and for context too, it's not like a fine handwritten yes or anything. It's just block like capital letters Y E S. Like it's it's pretty pretty bare bones. It's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You guys excited for Stampede this year? Yeah, very much. Yeah, I usually use it for like a concert venue now. As I get older, it's less of a. A lot of people are coming this year. Apparently, yeah. I don't know what the entire list includes, but. Oh, Jack Harlow's one of them. Oh, yeah. boy, Jackie. Yeah. Saw Drito's commercial with him in it. Triangle, have you seen that? No, I... Oh, it's quite funny. I was going to say I don't know who Jack Harlow is, but I do know who Jack yeah. Harlow is. He's pretty sick. My, uh, so my, a friend who I lived with in uh, university, um, his, uh, this, this just, this is kind of a tangent, but it's loosely connected. His sis, his sister is like uh, becoming famous she's like uh i think she i think she got nominated for a juno or won a juno devin Whoa. cole mm. okay shout yeah. out to her yeah um, little calgary legend right now yeah. Right? yeah yeah and so uh um so she was at the junos so i guess the junos were in uh, like a couple days ago yeah, yeah edmonton, edmonton right. and then there was yeah. a there was a, a topless protester i don't know if you guys saw yes that. Yeah. i did see that okay i gotta i gotta show you guys this so my friend uh mike he was there and uh, I got it. Okay, let's see if I can find this. But uh, so from the the like the recording or what, like the the like the live shot because they kind of went off camera. This yeah. they went they like and she was turned around. No, okay. So I I don't I haven't even looked. I I just saw that that happened. But all I saw on his Instagram story was um, uh, let's see if it's still. I don't think it's still there anymore. It was his story, and it's just him, and he's just like, because <laughs> they like went, they like went to the audience, and he was there, right? And so it's just like him in the audience, and it's just like, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so hopefully, because I I missed her last year. Uh, she was playing at the Coke stage, so I I want to go and and give her s- some support there. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that was kind of funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Just a, a woman gasping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah. it was pretty funny. So, shout out, shout out to Mole. Yeah, Mole. Um, uh, okay, so more of a concert venue for you, hey? Yeah, why not? Right, cheap yeah. concerts. Um, and as you get older, you're feeling less like. I mean, I've spent my fair share of nights on stairs <laughs> in Stampede, sleeping on benches. Yeah. So you know, I've I'm a grizzled vet, and yeah. uh, uh, gonna take it more for for its value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the truck wagons and um, yeah, the grandstand over show. and under. Yeah, 
over and under. That's the <laughs> <addicting> game. <laughs> What's over and under? It's uh, it's the gambling game they have on the uh, the concourse there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like how okay. do you play over and under again? It's just this big wheel that spins, and it's fourteen yeah. numbers. If it's the seven, you get like it's like green, you know, red yeah. or black. Yeah, if yeah. it's below seven, it's kind of black kind of thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah it's like kind of like a roulette type thing. Yeah. Do you have to be 18 to play those games? You I do. think so. Oh, okay. I watched a guy walk up with like 500 bucks, and he just threw it down, instantly loses. And mm-hmm. but imagine if he won. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, you know, 99% of gambler's quit right before the big win. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you guys like gambling? Uh, gambler? It's fun. I'm yeah. not very good at it. Though. <clears throat> Something to do when I think most people aren't good at it. Yeah. I think yeah. that's why it's a institution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate gambling, man. I'm too cheap for it. Like I like doing it. But uh, but I don't like spending yeah. the money. Yeah. Oh, did you text me something? I did. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick bathroom break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. How was the bathroom break, everyone? Oh, relieved. Loved it. Ten pounds lighter. Yeah, yeah. satiated. Nice. Beautiful. Um, uh, oh, that was the second thing I wanted <laughs> to make sure that I brought up or that I wanted to ask you about. And sorry, Mason, this doesn't really have much to do with you, but Brian, um, can you tell me a little bit about the lobster research that you did uh, for a summer? Yeah, so I've actually signed a confidentiality. So I can't really get into what um, what we were building, but I can tell you it was a cryogenic freezing solution. So we were trying to make some kind of... This is real, the, the confidentiality thing? Yeah, I, because it's it's got industrial use. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It, Big um, lobster. Well, look out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> no, no. It was actually really great. Um, so we were trying to make a solution where you could take a lobster, put it in, freeze it uh, instantly with like uh, liquid nitrogen, get it really cold really fast, and that would allow somehow for the fats in the tissue to not – when because when they freeze, um, ice crystals are pretty sharp, and they just – have so much tissue damage. So we're trying to avoid that kind of thing and, and minimize it. Um, and then, so the whole idea was to build it for lobsters and then uh, s- scale it up and then do human organs, like brains and stuff. Oh, Because it's a super fatty tissue, right? So yeah. it's got application. Um, really exciting, but uh, yeah, it still hasn't come out yet. Um, yeah, but uh, lots of lobster lobster tasting. Um nice. Yeah, and we hired, like, uh, nutritionists and stuff, too, to do blind taste tests, and it was really fun. Uh, I'm a little sick of lobster, and I would, like, shuck so much lobster and whatnot, and my hands would just be red at the oh. end of the day from just pigment leaching into my skin. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. That's 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 cool. Okay, I didn't realize that it was uh, that was related to human organs or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that was that the goal this, of it. I thought you were just literally, like, just grabbing this is this is like wow man this is like the second time it's like oh yeah we actually went to this like crazy super remote place in saskatchewan maybe the northwest territories <laughs> actually i was uh yeah using <laughs> i was studying lobsters to see the uh, the effects of freezing yeah, uh brain fat yeah brain yeah. dude i thought you were it's eating like, at a red lobster <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought you were literally just cracking open lobsters like on the daily to be like okay this is like I don't know. And then putting it in a freezer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, that's kind of what we did, but yeah. yeah. 
That's um, pretty cool. We used pretty much, I can tell you we used gums. And um, so it was like a, almost like a Metamucil kind of solution that we were freezing it in. Cool. Yeah. Nice. And so, okay, so you're sick of lobster. Do you, I guess, where, where's the best, how do you, where's the best lobster in Calgary? Do you know? <laughs> we're pretty landlocked. Well, yeah, no, I was like, yeah. do they do they bring in lobster from anywhere? It's all frozen, and that's why the, there's so much um, demand for it, is because how does lobster get from A to B? You yeah. can't ship a dead lobster because the, the, the meat spoils. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got to freeze it, and that's yeah. why you never have lobster tails in Calgary. You always have, like, lobster nachos or not lobster rolls, right? It's always mixed and That's blended. from the claw? No, that no, the, oh. the meat's frozen, and then the meat kind of gets gross once it's frozen. So you, you okay. usually mix it with butter or a creamy paste. That's why a lobster is always mixed with something in Calgary. That's oh, why you shit. don't get lobster tails here in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, oh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, even from the, lo- lo- like, a live lobster? I know if it's live, you can serve it in the shell. Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah, so if it, that's why it's so expensive, is because you have to ship a live lobster into Calgary for you to get a lobster tail on your plate is there any lobster farms in in calgary <laughs> no oh, okay. is there any salt water in calgary <laughs> well, I, I don't know yeah don't they know. got lobsters in that little that little fish tank yeah right. that's what a, a super I, story. I, I watched a video the i i i don't think this is in, in calgary but it was a guy he took one of those and like rehab like rehabilitated it and it like beca- he just has it as his pet it's leon the lobster i'm pretty sure you can buy a t-shirt <laughs> with Leon, that guy is a true way. hero. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, yeah. so he, he he takes he he buys the lobster and he brings it into a fish tank and then he like, um, because they have the the like the rubber bands on the claws, right? He clips those off and then uh, just starts feeding it. Gives it like things to um like play with, so it's like stimulated, and uh, it's crazy. Like he he goes, it's it's interesting because you see like the lobster like live and back up again because it's like it's. Apparently, I don't know if Big Lobster is going to like me saying this, but uh, yeah, like they're, they, you know, like they're not super happy in, in the situation that they're at, at the grocery store. You mean they're a little scared that they're about to die? Yeah. From, from maybe something like that. Or like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck's yeah. going on? Living in a vat of their own poop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with a bunch of, like, bunch of, I don't know. Are lobsters a solitary animal or are they social animal? Pretty solitary. I, I think. heard they mate for life. <laughs> <laughs> i went uh lobster fishing in nova scotia and it was like we went to pei sorry it's not nova scotia we went to pei where we get on this lobster boat at like four in the morning and so these guys that's what they do for their life it's like one big season they get paid out and then they live off that for the rest of the year um and like it's four in the morning where i can barely keep my eyes open and the sun just comes over the horizon and i watch this guy take a lobster out of the you know the the trap and he takes a beer and he slams it on the claw. And he shotguns the beer from the lobster at five in the morning or whatever the sun is just coming up. I was like, how is the, this is a way of life for these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long is the lobster season? Uh, it's like a spring or fall. Like it's only a, like a know, couple months. Yeah. A month at most. Is, kind of thing. is deadliest catch. Is that lobster or crab? Crab. I think that's, crab. A, that's Alaskan crab, right? Yeah. Alaskan. Yeah. Some of the harder jobs. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I go, um, like, because we're big scuba divers in my family. So we go, like, in in Florida all the time. And uh, they've got a lobster season there. And you can go underwater with, like, a little lobster snare and, like, pull it and, like, catch lobsters. Oh, cool. Dude, you'd be shocked how fast they are. 
Oh, you really? think like, like a lobster? Underwater. Yeah, underwater. Yeah. You think like they'd be like these slow animals with pincers, but they're not. Yeah. Like you, they're just like motoring around the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the yeah. ocean floor. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What what is a the uh, sorry? What's the contraption that you use? A lobster? Pin? It's yeah. It's like a, it's like a big loop. Oh, okay. And then it's like, like you like, like pull cinch. on. It's it. like yeah. It's like a cinch. Yeah. Yeah, like the, like. Like the the pound guy grabbing the dog. Exactly. Kind of yeah, it's okay. one of those things. Yeah, it's one of those. So okay. You put oh. it around their tail and you tighten it, and then that's and cool. Yeah, that's crazy. How big are the lobsters there? What's the okay? Yeah. What? How big is the biggest lobster you've caught? What's the biggest lobster you've seen? I I feel like Brian's seen more lobsters than you have. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure, he has. Yeah. Like a, a lobster research gig. Like yeah. You, you, you see a lot of yeah. lobster. Yeah. I yeah. feel um. I've never had lobster. What? I'm dead serious. That's Let's crazy. go for a lobster. Yeah. yeah. So you'll go to like Nova Scotia. We there's always these farms, and then they they take them and then they put them in these synthetic pools. And so you go to those those pools and you can buy them from them. And that's like you know skipping the middleman, kind of buying the lobster. And those ones are massive. So I'm used to seeing these lobsters, you know, size of my forearms and stuff, like really big monsters. And then you come to Calgary and they're like little itty bitty, like they're almost Tiny. like crayfish. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get you some crayfish. I'm after. Yeah. <laughs> I think the closest I've come to having lobster was when we were on uh, Edgewater and we had to kill our own crab. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn a boy to a man with that one. Yeah. Your, your <laughs> time has come. There yeah. was just the the sharp edge on the table where kind yeah, of the lip go. came up, yeah. and you grab the le- the lo- or the uh, the, the crab, and you just slam it on the ledge, yeah. and it break in half. Yeah. <laughs> it would hurt though, because if you missed, you like bang your hand on the yeah get on the table by the crab shell or something. Well, I missed, and I didn't hit the lobster's brain. I just took. All the legs off the poor guy. Oh, the crabs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a fly without wings. Yeah. It's a walk. I didn't hit it hard enough, so it just went like halfway through, and then I had to like push it down. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember who it is, but they're like, I kind of like mine. He's kind of cute. I'm like, well, don't get attached for too long. <laughs> I remember we, we all ate it, and they served yeah. it to us in this big salad bowl, and it was just yeah. like shredded. Um, crab meat and everyone who ate it got the shits and was just miserable for the rest of the trip and then we had rough waves coming in so it was coming out of both ends <laughs> that sounds awful yeah. yeah i remember on the way back i was fine the entire trip then we go to boston pizza i had like one bite of pizza and i was like Mm-mm. go to the bathroom and then i was just done for yeah the rest for, of the way for those for for the listeners who don't know what the edge water is this was a uh, the high school that we all went to uh they had a field trip um I think it was grade nine that you would go on and it was uh, like an old fishing boat turned into like kind of like this ed- education program or. Yeah. Uh, and so you'd go out to Vancouver. Uh, I think we would either drive or fly or something. I think we, I think we flew. We flew. Yeah. And then we, you'd fly and then you'd spend, I don't know, a, a week or. Like about that. Six days. Y- yeah. Uh, out on this uh, boat just kind of trawling around. It was an old bomb activator boat. It was like a navy. Yeah. Yeah. So really really cool experience. And then did you hear what happened to the uh the captain? No. No. Um, I was hoping we were gonna touch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll let you take it no, off. No 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 yeah. you go you you, you brought it up. Yeah. I know I know that the uh what happened? The the scene I'll paint the scene. Con- it's controversial. Yeah oh. it's we don't really know. <laughs> uh so the, the boat's docked 
Um, and then it's one morning and he's got his Ford or F-150 with the door open and he's gone. Like it, there's a car there and there's a boat there and there's just no body to be found. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So aliens. So the guy's missing. <clears throat> I'm missing presumed yeah. dead. But uh, the Edgewater can't run because they they first they can't sell it to anybody until they have confirm until they have a body they have confirmation that he's he's dead, um, and so it's literally just sitting in a dock because the guy is just missing. They have wow. no idea what happened to him. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I fell into the river yeah. or something. And yeah, so this is where ocean. it started. We're the ocean is scary, man. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, I'll just say this could be the podcast where you know. Start ignite the flame and yeah. solve the can. Yeah, if anyone yeah. knows them, if anyone out, out there, any listeners know the mystery of the Edgewater, please let us know down in the comments. We'd like to get this solved so we can get kids yeah. back out there learning how to kill crabs in probably an incorrect and questionably humane <laughs> way. <laughs> I remember before we actually went on the trip, the day before, I was playing BB guns with my brother and to go back to that. And he banged a BB off a window into my eye. And it hurt a lot. But this is like the day before Edgewater. So the night, I'm like, all right, I put ice on it. Like, I'm trying to sleep. And it just sucked. And then the morning of Edgewater, we all have to wake up at like 5 in the morning to get to school. And I could literally see out of one eye for like half the trip. And everyone's like, do you have pink eye? And I'm like, no. I shot in the eye with a BB Did gun. You- Get medical attention to that eye because <laughs> did you go to the doctor? Yeah. <laughs> well, it like banged off the window it's and called like, time, man. He was all wounds. <laughs> I did not, but um, I think I think I can see pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have rocked an eye patch for the trip. <laughs> that would have been a play. Yeah, next I, uh, time. Next time. I recently went to the emerge room for an eye injury. I was out in the backyard. Um, you get pink eye. No, <laughs> with my girlfriend, and she had the, the hose, uh, just a garden hose, and she had it locked on the jet setting. Um, and then she went to, I snuck up on her, you know, having fun, and she turned and she blasted it right oh. in my eyeball in the jet setting, and it went in underneath my eye and like around two, and like just I could feel my eye get pressed. And so, you know, whatever, it didn't hurt too much. And then I'm standing uh, beside a white house and I just see like this big, wha- uh, black dot, like starts swooping at me. So I like tried to dodge it and she's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, Oh my God, I have a blind spot that just developed in my eye. And I, that's scary. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was terrifying. So ran to the hospital and, uh, turns out I had like retinal bleeding and thank God it didn't tear, but I had like blood in my eye from wow. it. Yeah. Crazy. So it was a little spooky, but glad you're okay. Yeah. Still going to see the specialist about it. Good old tax dollars going to good use. Yeah. <laughs> he could be our new eye patch guy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after my uh, laser eye surgery stories, too, because I had laser eye surgery once, right? Yep. And so they, they put you under the laser, um, and they cut the they, – they press your eye down, and your eye blacks out, and then they they take the flap, and then everything kind of goes like a kaleidoscope once the flap's open, and your, your eye's black for the first surgery. Yeah. Um, and then – um, yeah, they laser it. It smells a little stinky. It wasn't too bad. And then the next time, because my eyes didn't heal properly, they got foggy and that was super scary in itself. Yeah. But I got the next surgery and, um, uh, I had to watch the doctor cut my eye open with a scalpel and a spatula. And I got to watch him flip open the layer of in front of my eye. And I had to sit there and 
all he would say is, don't move your eyes, don't move your eyes. And I'm like, well, it's kind of hard when you pick a point in the room and then he pokes your eye with a knife. It bends the vision. So then the point you're looking at moves and you're like, what am I looking at now in your head? <laughs> anyway, your anxiety's ripping. Yeah, through the roof. And yeah. uh, thank God I, I was sitting there in, in the waiting room and they're like, do you want some extra uh, stress medication? And I was like, yes, yes, give me as much as I can. And thank God I did because like the nurse was like petting my arm and stuff and I'm like clawing through the chair. There's like scratch marks in it and the oh. doctor's like, chill out, man. <laughs> how, how do you how do you manage that though, right? That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I took a BB to the eye once. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a, like an airsoft. Yeah. Like I was just walking in the neighborhood, and uh, like I was, uh, like the kids were fighting with their airsoft guns, and I got shot in the back of the arm, and I was like, didn't hurt that much. And then uh, the kid got offended, and he was like, oh yeah, it doesn't hurt. And I was like, what? And I turned around, and he just like shot me, just <laughs> right there. Like and point it was, blank. It was he was like ten feet away, and then it was it like hit my eye, and it like hit the white of my eye. Uh, but yeah, my mom, yeah. Uh, my mom took me to the doctor for that one, and. I ended up being on bed rest for like three days. I had to be like my my eye was bleeding, so I had to be like at an angle, let the blood drain out of my eye. Jeez Louise. Yeah. I know my, my cousin got shot in the lip and it was uh which one? Uh my cousin Wade. Oh okay. uh, so he's I was thinking Zach probably deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I may I might be butchering the story and misremember it. But I, the the way I remember it, it the way he told it was um he got shot in the lip and this was in university. And it was stuck. It got like stuck, lodged in his lip for like a couple years, and then one day it popped out. Oh, gross! Oh yeah. man! Yeah. So I, I'm probably butchering that story. That probably didn't even happen. I'm well, just that's how I remember. One it. time, I I was in front of the class, and I wanted to. I was running for like an elected science student representative. So I was like, "Hey, prof, can I stand in front of your class of like 200 people and make a speech?" And you know, I was kind of nervous. So I was Someone playing with my shot you with a beat. <laughs> well, I was playing with my <laughs> mechanical pencil. And, and then I stuck it in my pocket. Um, and so I'm, I'm giving the speech and I stick my hands into my pocket and the lead from it was extended like a couple like centimeters out and it went at the top of my nail <sighs> into the cuticle and into my finger. And so I'm like giving a speech to 200 people and put my hand in my pocket and just get this sharp pain and like just suck it up, you know, yeah, bite, yeah, the, yeah. bite the lip. Yeah. And um, gotta, oh you gotta yeah. let the people know yeah. this is for the people. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his mic up to his face. It's just like... <laughs> 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 and then uh so ouch that hurt right and i yeah. was playing with it nothing came out and then like two weeks later i was like why is this thing still so swollen and i gave it a push and this lead i'm no joke actually shot out of my finger it's <laughs> like that is disgusting i was carrying that thing around for like a week yeah 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 i know i had like a i felt that that the only thing for me that happened was like a little rock i fell off of my bike when i was i don't know young and then it was in my hand for a good while, yeah, and then eventually it. Eventually I think it I actually out. have. You still got something hanging around with you? Yeah, I got a piece of like graphite. Nice. That's like oh, a pencil. It's a good tattoo. Yeah, it's yeah. like a little memento. Mm-hmm. Bring everywhere with you. I think we were playing tag in like high school. A buddy of mine, we had like a year long game of tag each year, and on the last day, he got me with a pencil, and it hurt so bad. And I was so mad, but he got away. Like, you stab each other with a pencil? That's a game of tag? Yeah. Well, not yeah. like... Well, usually it's like the eraser side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it... But he goofed it on the last day. But, I mean, we'd go with the eraser and, like, come on. You know, we 
you hurt each other. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking you're just out here impaling each other with pencils. No. You're like, ah, you're it. <laughs> it, it was kind of like a Charlie horse, but like a sharp one with uh, yeah. the eraser end of a pencil. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's like probably like the exploding things kind of thing. Like I remember games like that where you'd like, you'd hit people in the balls or something like that. Or like this yeah. one, that game was big where you just, and then it just becomes like, unte- it's like not fun anymore. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's like, haha. I, I don't know. I never thought it was fun, but I was like, all right, I guess this is what we're playing. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, oh, you looked, and then it's like someone like like punches you as hard as you can. And it's like, fuck, this sucks. <laughs> like, why did we, why are we playing this game? I don't like it anymore. Yeah. yeah, there's just something about being a boy, hey, and just wanting to just, when you're a kid, you just yeah. are like, let's blow things up and punch each other. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like fun. This is somewhat unrelated, but I was thinking back to old basketball stuff. I really wish I didn't really gamble that much in high school. I like I do all online sports betting now, but that made me think of like back in the day in high school. We should try to bet against the other team. Like, hey, you guys want to put twenty bucks down? Oh, like bet on high school basketball. Yeah. yeah, man, I bet there's some guy out there trying to lobby for that to be allowed. <laughs> And it probably it probably yeah. happens al- already. I've been in the states. There's probably sure. yeah. I don't know because so okay. This is hot take. Okay, so pandemic's going on. Okay, the score. It was a publicly traded co- traded company. Okay, the score like we all know the score right has like it's like kind of like ESPN's little brother kind of thing. Yeah, um, I think it's a division of Sportsnet. Okay, so there's a I. I don't know what got me on it, but okay, pandemic, everyone's freaking out, pandemic, whatever, everything, okay? Going through the House of Commons is a bill, right, for, to just open up gambling, okay? So we, we go, so I was I was following the score, because I, I like to do that, it's kind of like my little pastime is like, kind of like following stuff, like either Canadian companies or other companies like on Yahoo, like finance or whatever, like through the stock tickers or whatever. So I look, the score's there, Okay. And, uh, and then they have, like, this comment sections. And then the comment sections, um, ever since... You guys are familiar with, like, Wall Street bets? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and kind of the game stuff. Ever since that, like, comment sections, like, on Yahoo Finance have been, like... They're hilarious, right? So it's, like, pretty degenerate. Um, but then there's, like, some, like, really good stuff in there as well, too. And so this is where I got... So I'm, like, going through the comment section. It talks, It tells me about the score. And they say, like, oh, yeah, we're just... It's like, oh, this will pop off, like, when this bill goes through. Okay, so this bill goes through. The score goes from, like, 6 bucks to, like, 34 bucks, like, within a matter of, like, six months kind of thing. Uh, I never bought it. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Um, but uh, it, was cr- it was crazy. And then I don't know if you guys notice, like, when you're watching sports. I don't know. Do you guys watch, like, like any sports or follow anything? Like uh, any, well, I'm a diehard Flames fan. As yeah, you know. but something I think you'll notice is there. Well, something I've noticed is the absolute rampant amount of sports betting ads. Oh, dude, it They're is insane. Yeah, and like that's what I I brought up gambling a little bit. But I'm just like, man, it's like yeah, sure, like gambling's fun, but it's just like there is like so much sports betting stuff out there. It is insane. It's like yeah, like. I don't um, know. Do you need to be betting on well, like so on <laughs> literally everything? Like, let's see on Sportsnet. I don't think that's like healthy. The, they have all the rights to all the NHL games. So whenever you're on that channel, there are Bet Three Six Five commercials, yeah, FanDuel, MGM. What's yeah? What's the Lion one? Is that the MG that's one? MGM? 
yeah. DraftKings. Did I already say that? Yeah. And there's like, yeah, like maybe two more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but they all have ads. And they're, it's like there will be like a TV timeout for, and it'll just be gambling ads. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Now I, I guess so that, I that was one bad. of the, like these things. And it's like this, this house of commons things. It's just like basically opened it up like for like this advertising and then actual like sports betting apps. Like that was like the big thing was just like get, get the people gambling, <laughs> get the people gambling. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I do like the idea, though, of, like, a sports betting app, but for, like, high school kids. Yeah. Like, it's just, I mean, not literally, but, like, just for, like, alpha dads to go and, and you know, argue about whose son is better. They can yeah. just, like, throw 20 bucks on it. And <laughs> Got 300 bucks on yeah. a Wednesday game. That'd yeah. Be, that'd be pretty yeah. good. And you know how, like, so um, uh, for, like, for basically any, like, stock tra- trading platform, they have, like, oh, trade, like, fake money so you can like understand the system or and then it's like okay if you're under 18 yeah just bet with play money man like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah i think that'd be I, I don't know that interesting interesting yeah i don't know what the legality of uh high school sports betting is i'm sure somewhere do, it's allowed do they pay ncaa I'm sure it's players done. now yeah no i don't collegiate I don't players so. no. i'm pretty sure football they get some sort of compensation now I'm I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they're robbing the kids blind. Yeah, yeah. The money that they bring in, but maybe just pay for their school, even (laughs) if if nothing else, you know. Well, they do do that, but I think they do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like I'm sure each each deals depends on the person, but I think it's for the most part, a lot of them get their school paid for. But it's like even if your school's paid for, like. It's kind of like the amount of sacrifice that you're, it's like, sure, you get an education, theoretically, but then, like, is it, like, are you, is that fair compensation? Like, you're still bringing in, yeah, theoretically, yeah. a How lot more. How much of an education are you getting when you are 100% football, right? Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, the NCAA, yeah, because it brings in so much attention, especially, like, like March Madness, Which you is know? Like Those coaches line. are making millions, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nick. I think Nick Saban is the so like in terms football of football like, coach for Alabama. I think for for public like because a lot of universities, um, well in Canada, but in the states too, like there a lot of like there a lot of they're public institutions, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think Nick Saban is the top paid, uh, like publicly paid, like from a, like top paid person in a public institution in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And I think he's like rakes in like I don't know. A lot, a lot of money. Like half, like his sal- his salary is like half a million or something like that. More than the president. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's wild. I saw that. It's cr- uh, okay. So I don't know. Do you guys uh, follow like fi- like like financial news or whatever going on? Yeah. Uh, so like the uh, Jerome Powell, he's like the chairman of the Federal Reserve. So like this guy makes like like crazy important decisions in terms of like the banking and finance world. And he gets paid two hundred thousand dollars a year, and then someone someone asked it, "Oh, do you think you get paid like a commensurate amount of money like for the job that you do?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I think so." And it's like, "Well, I don't know. It's like you're, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess like it depends on who you ask. Like, what is like like what is fair compensation kind of thing? I think it, of course you'd say yes though. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm just like, yeah, man. It's like this guy's like making like." Like literally every like it's like 
like everyone, I don't know, there's like people who like are managing like literally trillions of dollars based on and then making decisions on that based on what this guy's saying. It's like, oh yeah. Two hundred K. Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, um Yeah, go for it. No, I was just thinking about the um a little out of left field, but the FTX stuff. Mm, yeah. I've Our, yeah, just I mean, been following that lately. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of gambling, you guys into crypto at all? Uh I was getting into it, but I was always skeptical that it was a bit of a bubble. But uh I don't know. I still I still have hope for it. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, you ever get No, crypto? not too much. Yeah. I got student loans. That's where my money goes. Nice, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, do they take uh, they they don't take Bitcoin yet? No, no. not yet. <laughs> yeah. I just I just don't know how they would make it like completely accessible to the entire world. Yeah. I feel like fiat like having like, you know, notes. Yeah. Like do will that ever go away? I don't think so. I don't know. But I also don't know. Yeah. I think there's, yeah, there's, like, use use cases for it. Mm-hmm. Like, if your government's, like, shady, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to print a shit ton of money and make it, like, not very valuable anymore. It's like, that's a use case for, I think, Bitcoin. I don't know. My favorite was, uh, I think, uh, Garlic Coin. That was a big one. But like Dogecoin. Yeah, I like the meme. meme yeah. coin. The pump and dump ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, uh, stop. Dink doink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's no, I think that it's a cool. I think that it's really cool, and you know, in theory, it's it's a great uh, a great alternative to to money because it's decentralized. It holds its value. The yeah. only problem is people have to just trust it and believe in it. Yeah, and, and that's money in general. Uh, that's money yeah. in general. But yeah, the minute people lost trust in it, like it just tanked. Yeah, and that's uh, there was um a guy that was able to steal or hack two hundred million dollars worth of Bitcoin. Out of I don't know some poor guy, yeah, yeah. Okay, question: If you guys had two hundred million dollars, like right now today, like no restrictions on it at all, what would what, what would you even what would you do with it? I'd I'd buy two hundred Bugattis. Nice. No, I would. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, you know that hill. Um, is it um? You know that hill that overlooks the city right by the Safeway on Elbow Drive? Yeah. I'd buy that house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The cool one. It's got, like, stags and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The the bears and stuff. Yeah. For people that don't know, this guy um, was in a a big land dispute with the city, and he ended up winning. So he got probably the best view of the entire city and built a mansion on top of the hill. Yeah. But he's also like 88 years old. Yeah. I don't really know what he's up to. So it's coming on the market soon. Nice. What's yeah. the thing that you did? Uh, the thing. Oh, the like happy pad. Yeah. Happy pad. Yeah. He's got, I'm sure he's got a bunch of bedrooms he could rent out for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll squat up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, podcast on the, on the move. Yeah. <laughs> podcast, but in a house. Yeah. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Uh, I'd probably buy two hundred million dollars worth of Dogecoin. Nice. <laughs> really, get this that man's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll probably run away. You know, go right to the airport, buy the first flight out of Calgary, see where it takes me. Where? Oh, okay. Like, okay. So, where would you go? Well, the first flight out of Calgary. First flight <laughs> somewhere south. Yeah. Somewhere, Maybe. somewhere warm. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Go catch a big fish. If you yeah. guys could go anywhere right now, where would you want to go? The moon. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. Cold. Cold yeah. for me. I want to go to Europe really bad. I haven't been in a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is it easy to get around Europe in a wheelchair? Um, not really. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Like, well, it's nice that, you know, they have the train mm. system. So yeah. You can get around everywhere pretty quick. But in terms of, like, if you think about, like, the sidewalks. I was going to say cobblestone. Yeah. Like cobblestone. Ancient. So it's all yeah. you got to uh, you got to soup this bad boy up a little bit. I think a better shock system. I need the tank chair. The tank chair. There's like a off road power chair, and it runs on like tank tracks. Well, not actual tank tracks, but that sort of yeah system tracks. Yeah, nice. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Send you into Ukraine. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> but so just a couple of like AK forty sevens on the side <laughs> of a button. I'm just like ah. just a metal shield all around you. As well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that would be that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question. So uh, along that same line, would you take anyone with you? So if you're you're le- you're okay. So you're buying. So you're leaving some. You're going somewhere. Yeah. You're going to Europe. Are you both? Uh, you're both in relationships, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So that's probably Emily. I would take you. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, I don't know about you, yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't give you any of my Bugattis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get zero Bugattis, but I guess we can go to Mexico. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that you're um, you you come from a family of scuba divers. Yeah. Are are you a uh, uh, like a open? You have your full license for scuba diving. What is it? The open? Yeah. Open water. Yeah. License so kind of thing. Yeah. So I've got uh, right here. <laughs> hey Brian, how's it going? <laughs> So I've got uh, open water, um, I've got advanced open water, and then I've got my master. So it's uh, like to get open water, I think you have to do like five uh, consi- like confined dives and then five open water dives. And then like advanced, you have to get like two specialties on top. And then master, you have to get five oh, wow. specialties and 50 dives. So uh, I got, I just recently, coming back from Turks, got my master diver. Um and yeah, we just we we love doing it. We go all around the world and and scuba dive and kind of anywhere we can. We we try and do it. What is the craziest uh, sea life that you've seen down there? Um, that's a good question. So uh, when we were in, like, I'd say Cozumel was probably the best reef we've ever we've ever seen. The Great Barrier Reef was awesome, but uh, there is a there's a lot of people there. Like yeah. It was it was busy. I could see I can see why it's dying. It was mm-hmm. it was pretty poorly taken care of. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Cozumel, man, it was it was beautiful. It was so vibrant. Um. And yeah, we're just like diving, and there's caves, and um. I think the That's craziest, really cool. yeah, the craziest thing we ever saw was probably on one of our first dives ever. Uh, we like swam down, so it's kind of funny because th- we went to this place called the nursery, and it's the nursery because it's where a lot of reef sharks will have their baby reef sharks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we go down, and there's all these reef sharks, and they're like, they're like, yeah, like reef sharks are they're pretty nice, like you know, blah blah blah. So we're like, oh sweet, reef sharks, they're pretty nice. So we're going down, and we're not we're not touching them, we're playing with them or any anything. We're like not really taunting them either but getting close we're getting close we're getting in their way and then we come up to the surface and we're like did you see how close we were like blah 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 and the guy's like yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't do that they will bite you like they're not nice (laughs) you know they're still sharks but (laughs) yeah 
That's pretty like, wild. They were, you said they were pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah. nice. Not yeah. Very nice. Yeah, they're nice compared to a great white. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. So when was your first, like, dive? Oh, grade 10. I think I was 16. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever do caves? Um, I've done overhead. So I've done, like, wrecks. So I've got stuff over my head. Um, but Is that caves. Like no, so it would be like uh, like a sunken ship or a sunken plane. Okay, like you go down and then uh, if you got something over your head, you need certification for that. Yeah, right. Um, caves though is that's a that's another animal, man. Yeah. Caves are I I can't even look at caves, dude. Did you guys uh, hear about that movie Thirteen Lives? Yeah, dude. That's like so. Ba- yeah, so um, back in I I can't remember what year it was, but these twelve. Uh, Thai soccer players and their coach, they got trapped in this cave that was like, I don't know, like four or five kilometers deep or far into the mountain. And um, it was during the uh, rainy season and it started to flood. So these kids and their coach, they all get trapped in this, in this cave system. And there's so much water coming in so fast that they get pushed to almost the very back. And they wait for, I think it was like four or five full days until the divers actually got into the cave. And that and that's not even the worst part. Then they had to figure out how to get them out, which is like a whole other ball game. So, um, but it was, it was on the news like every day for like however long it lasts. I think it was like a month and a bit or maybe a few weeks, but it incredible. How, and you know, I won't ruin it for everyone, yeah. but yeah, crazy. Yeah, no spoilers, but yeah, how they got the kids out is insane yeah insane because the the um the thai navy was like the 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 professional seal seal divers were dying going in there so they had to actually outsource to to worldwide pro divers and there was only like four guys in the world that could do it so now you can imagine getting kids out how do you like they they can't even get in the the uninitiated yeah yeah it was um craziest rescue story i've heard in a long time that's that's why I, I don't even when when stuff like, you know, like when you're scrolling or like YouTube videos come up and it's like I I skip that shit right away. Like any sense of like like uh, tension, like, oh, he may or may not make it. Oh, oh, something went wrong. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm not watching that shit. Like, <laughs> that freaks, like that's like my worst nightmare. Have you to seen be in that situation? Yeah. Have you seen those like videos of guys spelunking and stuff? Like, it's it's a big thing on TikTok it's now, crazy. dude. And I can't even watch that stuff. It's crazy. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I, I'm yeah. just like, yeah. Claustrophobic. And yeah. yeah. That's like my worst nightmare. Like, that situation. Right <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought it was crazy the, uh, the free climbing, like a free solo mm. documentary. Alex. Harold, what's his last name? I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know. But how he climbs that face of that mountain. It's just a cliff. Yeah. It's a it's straight up cliff. Half that documentary though is just showing you how crazy this guy actually is, though. Yeah. He is crazy. He's nuts. His <laughs> girlfriend was like, Um, what if you like something happens to you? And I'm like, you know, left alone. And he's like, Well say lovey. Like at least I was doing what I loved. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. Your girlfriend's right there too. Yeah, doing what I love, and it wasn't you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no filter on the guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That that was pretty good, cr- but that's like there's no claustrophobia with that. It's like you fall, okay, you die. I'm I'm fine with that. 
And I don't the know. Claustrophobia thing. It's like okay. I like at least there you get a flail and scream. Like ah, there it's like there's nah, an man. end. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're drowning and you're like you can't move. And I think I don't know. I don't know. Like <laughs> I I don't know. If you're falling versus drowning, I I think I'd rather I think I'd rather pass out via drowning than like. Yeah, I think, I think both would suck. Yeah, but, yeah, true. But <laughs> I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I tried. First of all, I tried not to put myself in either one of those positions. Number two, uh, like if you had to choose, I think, I don't know, because drowning is not. I, I think it's like it's like I, I thought. I think that was like a MythBuster thing. It's like not a peaceful thing. No, it's like you're gasping for air. You're like trying to, and then it's like, like, what would you rather be stuck with, a tiger in a cage or in a pool with a shark? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when will I find myself in those positions? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, that's like uh, I, I always thought that quicksand was going to be a bigger deal in my life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like always growing up, I'd be like, I gotta watch out for this quicksand. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, no, it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, taxes and budgeting. Nah, man, like, I'm ready for quicksand. <laughs> oh, fuck all this. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean I can't spend all my money on this? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I watched so much videos preparing to not die in quicksand when I became an adult that I forgot to do taxes. <laughs> yeah, like, honest mistake. <laughs> but, yeah, I get in a situation with quicksand, I know. I know what to do. Don't move. Wait for help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm honestly, I'm kind of bummed about that. Like I was, I was ready for it, or I have been ready. I've been training all my life, what yet to be stuck in quicksand. Was it the Jungle Book where everyone was sinking in? What was that movie where they had like quicksand and um, and the there people were fully sinking into it? I'm pretty sure I watched that one. Yeah. I've been watching. I've seen lots of media. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, yeah, I took notes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I just, I think there was an Indiana Jones and there was one, I think maybe like Lawrence of Arabia or um, there was a, there, there was an animated thing about, they were like in a race through the desert or something like that. And there was also quicksand in that. Ooh, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I can't, yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, I just always, always think about that whenever I'm kind of faced with. All right, how am I going to, like, <laughs> get up? When you're old and senile, just put this guy in some quicksand. Yeah, Maybe that's how he wants to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. Um, this is more or less off topic, but um, it's more of an ethical dilemma. And I was watching the show The Last of Us, which just wrapped up, which they filmed here in uh, Calgary, Alberta. And Shout out Calgary. Parts of Edmonton, and. Anyways, um, the guy, I won't, you know, I won't spoil it, but he's faced with a real ethical problem. And I think if, if I was caught in a situation where it's like, okay, you, you, I think like, like when it's, what was it? Man versus wild, man versus self and like man versus, um, man, man. I think I'd rather do the man versus man or like man versus nature. Cause like that, like, like being put in a position where you actually have to make a decision that affects other people. I, I don't know. Crazy show though. I was Maybe going to think. MRU and they were filming on 
uh, on the campus. And I remember walking through and, and seeing all the, you know, they, they made everything dirty and they had some stuff floating around. So I pulled my phone out and took a picture for Snapchat. And then I sent it and the guy comes up to me. He's like, you need to delete that. And I was like, um, sorry, it's on Snapchat. It's already gone. And on, on my walk in, there's no signs or anything. It's like a free campus. I'm yeah. on my way to class. Um, and he's like, all right, well, don't fucking do that next time. And I was like, excuse me, man. It's like seven in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my way to class. What do you want from me? Who yeah. was this guy's just lipping me off. Just like some. Yeah. Just some guy's security. Yeah. Who's on set. Yeah. Did you lip him off? After? Oh, you bet I did. Oh. <laughs> I'll censor that part though. <laughs> but man, I let him know that like I was not in the wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know if it's me getting older or more bitter, but like I've been getting into it with people lately. Like this guy at the Flames game the other day, he like drunken buffoon at a Toronto at, at the Leafs game comes up to me and he like starts to put his arm on me. It's like and I'm wearing like my favorite jersey and he's like that jersey sucks. I'm like thanks didn't ask. And I'm there with two people I know, and we're having a conversation. And he's like, like just drunkenly, just all over me. And I, and I look at him, and I'm like, "Can you please fuck off?" And he kind of looked at me. He was like, oh, oh, "Okay." And it's just like, I don't know. This was in your seats. This is right by my seats. This guy's just in game. your personal space. Yeah, I tell like fuck right, right here. Too. Yeah. And, I was, and he smelled bad. And I was just like, "Come on, man." Yeah. Yeah, personal space is key. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do like some of the things that people say to you out of context is just so funny. Yeah. They'll be like, um, I, I like your your phone stand. And you'll be like, cool, can I get a beer, please? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm here to order popcorn. Like, Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you sure got a, your thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Like, nice backpack. Yeah, like, people are just deer in headlights. Yeah, I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. Give me a drink. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I like kids the most. They're, they're like, like, look at them. Like, talking to their buddy. Oh, you see this? They're like, what's, what's he doing? I'm like, hey, how's it going, little guy? And then they run off, and they're all too shy. Can't say I wouldn't do the same. At the stickers know. are are the key, though. They make it much more approachable for Ripping. kids. Yeah, they're like SpongeBob, and I'm like SpongeBob, and they're like nice, simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I vibe with that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the proper protocol? Um, like if you're approaching me or something. Yeah, like if I don't. Know I don't know. Like yeah. I think what I I tend to find when people are like like oh honest and like you know, um make an effort to make me feel comfortable if that makes sense they're like yeah. hey like approach me in like a like a nice decent way then we're fine and yeah. i think that's fine but it's when people like i had a guy probably like three or four years ago and he was like how do you get crippled like that and he was like from the south i was like whoa but like at the same time i was like you know what this guy probably un- undereducated like you can kind of tell that like he's he sounds like he's not um, f- I don't know. Like he was, he was from like the south. Yeah, desensitized to that word too. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And I was like, you know, man. Um, it's a long story. I'd rather not tell you. And that was kind of the end of that. But that's yeah. a very appropriate response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, for the most most part, people are dope, and they're like, "Yeah, you're ripping around on that thing," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I got my Ferrari sticker back there and everything, but people are good for the most part. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, when did you guys first meet? When was your first memory of each other? Uh, Mason, you go first. What What's your first memory of Brian? Um, grade four, I think. Uh, I started at CA grade three, and then I remember, like, the new kids coming in in grade four, and Brian just being one of the new kids. New, new meat. Yeah, new meat, fresh meat, and you had, like, the you had like these big glasses oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bottle and, caps or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you were, because uh, you were at Malcolm, like, hit it off right away, too. Yeah. So, like, him, and I just remember him and Malcolm, like, buddied up, and they were both super goofy dudes, and, yeah, friends ever since, pretty much. Fair, yeah. fair. Brian, what about you? What was your first time? Yeah, Mason and I, we clicked really well in, like, late junior high, high school kind of thing. So it was kind of like a, a later relationship that developed. Um, but I do remember, like, going over to Mason's quite a bit at a younger – because we went to a small school, so everyone was friends. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I remember going to Mason's. Uh, he had a pool party, and I remember having a ton of fun there. And, like, you know, you'd invite the girls and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to hold Bianca's hand today kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. then uh, – <clears throat> I remember I was holding your snake, and I'm, like, still, like, traumatized to it today. I thought it was so cool. I get to hold this, like, gardener snake that's only, like, a couple inches long. And the thing shit all over me. It, like, all over me. And I remember <laughs> oh being God. at this, like, party where you're, like, young, and you're trying to impress everyone, and I'm just covered in snake shit. And, like, <laughs> nothing I, to do with myself. sucks. Yeah. I think you threw some of the best parties I've ever been to. In high school? or just well, Yeah, high school. Yeah. And, like, maybe a bit after, but, yeah. Yeah, back at 41 Aspen. Yeah. 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 Your high school parties were renowned. Mm-hmm. We one time had a, uh, a a Halloween party, and then two blocks over, there's another party. That one shut down. And so everyone from it came to mine. And then uh, my dad at the door was like, no, you can't come in. I don't yeah. know who the hell you are. You can't come into my house. Larry would, like, supervise and make sure we weren't getting into trouble. So he kept all these people out. And, like, Larry went back, and he, like, bolted the fence shut. Like, actually, like, zombie apocalypse style, <laughs> you know, like, two by fours, making sure this fence was shut. And then people would still climb over, and Alex and I were big dudes, and we would kick them out right away. Anyway, uh, the neighbors, they were crazy. Um, and they were like, oh, my God, these people are just, like, they're having a block party. Like, they called the cops and they're like, you need to come now. Like these people are like anarchy, like please come. Yeah. And um, so next thing you know, there's a, like this, there's my party going on. And then there's a party on the street because of a party that shut down before that party, you know, people went away uh, and it kind of cleared out. But when the cops showed up, there's no one on the street, uh, but there's like paddy wagons. And they even had like that, the Hawk helicopter above my like house. Like, yeah. I mean, feet above my house with the big spotlight, making sure that there's like no drunk drivers that's or people sick. like, yeah. So like they literally <laughs> called, the, I think that's the school, <laughs> <laughs> like the SWAT team on like my house at one point. So that was kind of crazy. That is pretty crazy. I remember dealing with um, some cops and paramedics at a party we had at our place once. And that was just a whole scene. I mean, like, and usually I think they're pretty decent for the most part, you know, when they have to come, like, shut a party down or, you know, people are getting that a little out of hand. But um, this time was fine. It was actually the mom of this girl who drank, like, a bottle of vodka. So she was just done, like, on the lawn. This is the mom? No, this is the daughter. And then the mom comes, like, 
barreling down the road, like parks in the middle of the street. She's frantic, freaking out, like, fair enough, her daughter's pretty drunk. But um, I was pretty tipsy at that point, too. And she was not happy with, like, anyone that was there. The paramedics, me, and whoever else was outside. She ends up taking her phone out, like, trying to take a picture of all of us. And I'm like, I don't know what that's going to do. Like, but, uh, you know, it all ended up being fine. She ended up just getting drove home by her mom. But, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. I remember how paramedics got brought into my house once, too, during a party. Um, and uh, this girl, she was sitting there, and she's like, oh, my tongue's swelling up, and I'm, you know, afraid I can't breathe kind of thing. She was totally fine. Yep. Really drunk and wanting some attention. Anyway, I, I mean, to be fair, like, she was worried, so she called the paramedics. Um, but next to her was Malcolm, passed out. Like, so, I, he just has a thing where he falls. Like, he fell yeah. asleep during the uh, Metallica concert. I remember that. So, like, this guy's out cold, and this girl's, like, hysterically crying and screaming because she's worried. And the paramedics aren't, like, they, they did their checks on her, and she was fine. And then they're just more worried about Malcolm, who's sleeping next to this screaming being. I remember <laughs> that so well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, was, I was there for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was there for that one. Um. Okay, so your your first memory of Brian was two goofy new new meat guys. Your first memory of Mason was what? Yeah, elementary, but really like when you guys became friends was later. Yeah, later on. Better. Later on, what was um? Yeah, when I guess what was your first memory of Eric and I? I yeah, Mason, you go first. Yeah, when when did you first were like okay, that's Eric. Okay, that's that's Raiden. Yeah, uh, I think so. Eric and I, we had a split three four class. I remember, uh, and we had art. Miss Kelly Gibson. Uh, no. Great teacher, by the way. Not Miss Kelly Gibson. Yeah, shut up. Um, in grade three four. Maybe. Maybe. I think it would have been okay. Maybe. She was, yeah. She was there for when I got there in grade three. I had her for two years, and then in grade five, I. had someone right. else right okay yeah no i i just remember yeah, having like a split three four class and then um we had art class together yep. and then we both had yellow construction paper and we thought yeah like you were like yellow is bling so we became bling buddy yeah nice. and that was that, that is was, a good dude that <laughs> sparked a memory that is so freaking funny yeah oh wow yeah what year would that have been i was like great i was like grade three i think grade four for me yeah um Jeez, I'm good at mental math, no. obviously. Ages ago. Mid, mid early 2000s. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Um, what, what are you guys' first memories of Raiden here? I got a good one. Um, so Raiden was always, you know, Malcolm was my best friend growing up, and he was like my brother. <laughs> he, he, he was always... He, he was always Malcolm's older brother. Still am. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You were, always has been. You are always, like, the, the kind of cooler brother. Like, I remember so you'd say something like, I'd walk in the room first time we met. We were younger, and I'm like, oh, you're Raiden. You're like, yeah, that's my name. Don't wear it out. And I was like, oh, man, this guy is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. practicing that one, actually, <laughs> in the mirror. Yeah. Uh, but one of my, actually, memories that, like, first time I remember, or something that I can remember from a younger age is uh, – we're getting off the bus and we're just walking up your because you had a long driveway, and you're like, "Oh, Brian, do you want me to tell you what popping a cherry is?" 
And you're like, no, Malcolm, you can't listen. You're too young. He's like fucking like six months younger than me. <laughs> and you're like, I remember you whispering in my ear, just being like, what even is this? <laughs> yeah, man, that was all the rage back. <laughs> Learning stuff you weren't supposed to know. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. 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 Uh, my first memory of Brian was probably could have been the same bus ride, but was like, a, was like, oh yeah, Malcolm's like, oh yeah, this is my friend Brian. He's coming on, and it, it could have been different. So I remember like seeing you, yeah, the the bottle bottle Coke, or but what do they call that bottle? Yeah, glasses, everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember. Uh, um, I don't think it was the same trip, but like tied with that memory for me is, and it could it might not even been you who did this, but. Um, there was a very, uh, it was a contentious relationship with our bus driver and like all of the kids on the bus. Mm-hmm. And it was like, cause we would, it would, man, what a challenging job that it's got to be. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. drive from A to B with like, without killing anyone, you know, try and follow these like laws of the road. But then there's like, like an infinite amount of distractions behind you like Mm. which you're not even faced like it's like you hear it and there's like just shit going on back here and it's like you know like none of this should be happening like please just be quiet and do nothing and uh, i remember there was one where so i don't know if you were part of this but um it's like paper airplanes that was big like so it's like oh like oh we learned how to or like someone learned how to make a paper airplane it was showing other people how to do it and so it's like, <laughs> then the goal was to, oh, I can't remember the, uh, I'm going to have to look up like, the, the name of our bus driver. Cause she was like, you know, like at the time, like she was like the villain, like the, but like now it's like, oh, this was a good person. She was just doing her job. <laughs> yeah, she was doing <laughs> she her was job. children. <laughs> yeah. Like this was a good person. And it was just like, just like make this person's yeah. life hell. And so, yeah, that I remember that. And so like, for some reason, your like the memory of you first meeting you is tied with like throwing paper airplanes at our bus driver while like she's like on like driving the, on a highway <laughs> and like the way that we like we kind of lived out um like out of the city bit and it was like object like the the highway that we're on was objectively dangerous like yeah. lots of people have died it's like head on like, like the road of death or something like yeah that. like it's like well yeah there's like there's one that goes from edmonton to fort mac that's like the most dangerous highway and then the one that we live on is like the second in yeah. the province and then it's, it's like it's a it's, a, it's objectively dangerous and then it's like all right let's let's see what we can get away with <laughs> <Let's> anarchy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally uh so that's my first memory of you and then my first memory of mason is um it was probably in elementary school as well, too. Um, I don't think I really got to know you. My, my first, like, more recent memory is um, I, I, th- I came back from university at some point, and Malcolm picked me up from the uh, – uh, so this – I think you guys would have been in grade 12 or something like that. And he picked me up from uh, the airport, and he's just like, oh, yeah, all my friends are going camping. Do you want to come camping with me? And I was like, I didn't really have anything to do. So I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Or we, I don't know if we ended up camping or we were just there for the day or something like that. And um, it was kind of by Turner Valley kind right. of thing. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember just kind of like chatting, shooting the shed and like you were telling me about your life, kind of what you were up to. And I remember, yeah, this guy's really chill. But before that, what I remember from like from early days was, was your, were you or your family associated with Scream Fest at all? Yeah. 
Is that yeah. still is that still a thing? It is uh, not from my family anymore. It's my uncle now. Okay, but, so yeah. it's still my family, but yeah. it's like, like my yeah, 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 yeah. not direct family. Yeah, not direct family. Okay, because yeah. that's what I remember. Because Screamfest was the shit, man. Yeah. That was like oh, at fifteen, that's what you oh, did. Oh, that was yeah. a, that was a it was a bump. It's still venue. what they do at that age. Yeah, it yeah. was like a it was like a scene. It's yeah. like, oh, you going to Screamfest? Like, who, who are you going yeah. to Screamfest with? Yeah. It's like, or there's yeah. like a huge group that would go to Screamfest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so I, I remember it's like, oh yeah, Mason somehow connected with this, and that's how we're at. Um, yeah, and did did you work there ever, or did you do any? No, okay, okay. no, like we'd volunteer. Yeah, um, but yeah, we were we were pretty young to to work there, but yeah. Oh, I guess at that age, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that was kind of like my first memory. Then yeah, more recent memory was. Yeah, just shooting, shooting the shit, and like, because uh, I think, yeah, there was, there was a, I don't know if this is the same time or it was a different time, and it was everyone, it was like super cold, and everyone would like took, sorry, this is not Screen Fest, this is uh, going back to the camping trip, and everyone in like your guys' kind of group was like took their shirts off, and it was like super cold, and shirts it was off like, Saturdays, <laughs> yeah, you, oh, yeah. yeah, shirts off Saturdays, shirts off Saturdays, <laughs> yeah. And I, I wasn't really happy. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not. I'm not into this. Uh, Everyone's all sunburnt and like wind rashed by the end of it. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it actually started because Gavin he had he did rowing, so he had like a swimmer's body, beautiful. And yeah. um, the whole reason to get fishers off Saturday started was because we just wanted to see this guy without his shirt on. <laughs> Adonis, beautiful. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I uh, did a because uh, he uh, so Gavin I think was uh, a coach for my younger cousin Ma- uh, Milo and who does like paddling like kayaking and I did I recently did a casino night fundraiser for for them um, and it was I, have you guys ever done a ca- casino night fundraiser before I I'd like seen it in in like movies and or like movies or shows or what and so what I thought it was was that like you like rent out like a like a community hall and then there's like folk like you've set up but no it's like you go to a casino an actual casino and then you're you um there's like a couple different positions and like you can either be a cashier a banker general manager or you could go back into like the count room and like you're like job i don't i didn't do that so i don't really know what they do i think they count the money right so yeah. that's makes, makes sense, sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um but it was actually it was it was pretty cool. Uh, granted that like the hours were pretty shitty, like so like you kind of give up a whole night, right? So it's like yeah. I think we were seven till like four a.m. in the morning, and it was it was kind of cool because you go into this cash like you go into the ca- like it's like if you ever been into a casino before, it's like you're just on the other side of like where you exchange your chips, right? So you're just like in this like room with like a shit ton of cash, and it's like they're all in like these bags, and then. Like the person, like kind of like there's a casino staff, or I don't think they're directly, they're like with the AGLC who like oversees everything. Um, and then she's just like hands me this like drawer of a hundred thousand dollars. And she's like, all right, this is your, this is your float, like, or like cashier thing. And so I'm like, I was like, oh, nice. I'm rich. It's like, but you're not allowed to leave the room or do anything. Yeah. Right? So it's like, we're well, just like, wow, this is like the most like, like physical cash yeah. I've been like next to ever. These guys are just giving so much liability away. Like, did you even sign anything? And they're just handing you. Uh, yeah, I had to sign. Yeah, I had to. They, they did like a. Yeah, they did like a. There's like a little bit of training. Yeah. Uh, and she like kind of like when you get there right at first, you, you kind of like do like a little orientation thing, but then it's like, all right, here's your cash drawer, and then you do your 
you do your thing and then like it, so theoretically and so also there, i think there's a social pressure as well to like not steal because you're in a room full of people who are fundraising for like <laughs> for like a, a, a thing that you're all like charity. You're, yeah for a good cause so it's like if you steal anything it's like yeah, you're fucking over everyone in the room. And you're <laughs> well probably as, going to and, hell. And probably yeah. going to j- yeah. like going to hell and then like going to like you're gonna get in trouble as well. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. And then like yeah, there's like like there's cameras everywhere, right? So like even even if you were to like try and steal like a hundred like you're trying to steal something, it's like there's like there's a camera above you uh that sees everything. There's cameras in both there's like there's cameras yeah. everywhere. Every so, every ce- ceiling tile has yeah. a camera in it yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So like it's an like, ocean's eleven, just get yeah. your best. But it was crazy. So it's like, like these these people would come in and it'd be like, yeah. So it's like it's like all right, here's a like a thousand bucks. Like the the most was like because uh, anything over it was actually really interesting because like you got get kind of like an inside look at like the money money laundering part of it as well too because like that's a big thing casinos are known for right. It's like okay, so there's like a lot of anti money laundering stuff. So anything over um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyways. But like anything over three grand. You're, you have to get, like, um, the casino's going to track that. So they're going to just, like, write down, like, I don't think they, like, write down your name or anything. Anything over ten grand, you have to give your driver's license, and then the casino's going to ask you a couple questions, like, what's your job, what's your phone number, anything like that. But, like, three grand, they're going to, like, take note of, like, that person. So if, if yeah. you, like, were to come back and, like, try and, like, do that transaction again, or e- I don't know how long they track it for. Uh, I think it's, like, it, there's like a certain like maybe a couple days like two to three days or something like that it's like they've had you kind of like like a loose description of like who you are kind of thing um is so it taxed uh you know? gambling winnings yeah i don't think so no? no so like if you were to like win i don't think so so like let's say you like win a hundred dollars or like win a thousand dollars yeah um i don't think that's taxed i don't know i'm also i don't know i also yeah. don't know i don't think so though like so I don't know. It was super interesting. So yeah, and then anything over, anything over five grand. So like anything over, um, so yeah, anything over five grand. Like the the AGLC person would come in and and they would do that transaction. They'd like, they'd like you basically you take all your like you take all your your cash. You kind of like count it out, but then she would come in and then like run it through like the cash counting machine, which was like kind of cool. So it was like, and then. Um, and then she would like just do that in transaction. Um, but it was pretty cool. So apparently that happens. So like that volunteer thing, not for every organization. So I think each organization gets two days. Like you, it's kind of like the, like you, you, uh, you like do like you apply to do a casino night. And so for the quarter, so, and then for every two days, it's a different organization in Alberta that will be in a ca- in doing that. And then so over the quarter, all of those, so there's like a, what happens is, this is what I think happens, I, how it was explained to me at least, was the, um, the so the, all the cash made, right, so the casino will take a cut of some kind, and then what's ever left over, that like top end, will be uh, split in between all the charities, all the organizations that were a part of that kind of like equally for and then that happens like each quarter but it's like every day there's a different organization like making money like in interesting in a casino lots uh, of money to be made yeah yeah how big was the the stack when they gave you the hundred thousand dollars was it like 
like a briefcase and they push over and like they like no it was thing. like a it was like, like a drawer, drawer yeah, yeah. Like a drawer yeah it's like little stacks in each yeah row. so it's like you know like like the it's like the inside of a cash register yeah. pretty much and it's just like filled with like you know a lot more 100s than really anything else um so you got like mostly 100s and then some 50 and then some, like for change um but yeah it was like 100 it was like a hundred grand. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, so it was, it was yeah. a big stack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's like it's like bigger and smaller than you think. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like oh yeah. It's like so like when I say it's like oh like a room full of cash. It's like also it's like most of it's just like in this like this bag, and that's it. It's like yeah, okay. interesting. Yeah. So it's it's like a lot, but it's also like okay. I thought this was gonna be like the it's like, <laughs> to the ceiling kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that. Um, but it's cool. Yeah, for a good cause, Calgary Canoe Club. Go them. Go, uh, go shout Calgary. out, shout out, yeah, go Calgary, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah, that was my fun story about the casino. Uh, oh, I guess that kind of like ties us back to gambling. So, uh, you like the sports bet? Do you guys, yeah. you don't like the bet? You don't like, you're not really a gambler, not a huge gambler, no, yeah. For the first, uh, I was recently playing pool for money. Oh, nice, <laughs> yeah, started, started putting some money on uh, games. I'm only, I think I'm down $50, but uh, Nice. You know, hey. that's not too bad. <laughs> not, a, not a deep hole to climb. No, no, exactly. Yeah, Knockwood. Yeah. Hopefully that yeah. luck change for, for all those listeners out there, a piece of advice. If anyone ever asks to challenge you for money in pool, don't take it because <laughs> they are good at pool. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to win. They're yeah. going to win. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, uh, yeah, that's, that's like the original hustle, isn't it? Like pool. Well, usually pool it's you, you play a shitty game and then you're like, hey, you want to play for money this round? That's when you turn it on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is that what happened to you? Yeah, we won the first game. I <laughs> <laughs> lost the last seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the guy felt so bad for taking my money, he just gave me a vape. And I was like, I don't even want this. You know, like I'm trying to nice. not get hooked again. But Nice. Barter system. You could barter it for something else. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Get 30 bucks back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, so what do you guys... Um, Going on for the next little bit here. Yeah, yeah. What what what's your guys's? We're in March. What's your guys's March and uh, what's your guys's quarter look like? I guess the first quarter is <laughs> coming to an end here. What's Q yeah. two? What what what, yeah. what does Q two look like? Ahead? Yeah, no, that's 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 a good question. I mean, obviously, with you know Brian getting into dentistry school. Um, oh yeah, you got to recruit. We we got to recruit, and and we got to we got to get to a point where it's kind of it can be a one man operation for a little bit at least. Uh, so like for right now, you know, there's a lot of focus going into to branding. Mm. Um, we're doing some some outreach, so we're outreaching to real estate agents. If you're a real estate agent in the Calgary area, let us know. Uh, we're because we we want to facilitate, uh, you know, pool table moving, pool table sales, yeah. things like that. Uh, so we're doing a lot of that research. Um, we find the summer months slower. Um, typically, you know, people just want to be outside. There's not yeah. a lot of movement happening and in business in general, right? There's not a lot of movement happening and there's not a lot of people making moves. I'm sure September comes around and then it, and, and then it skyrockets again with college students and stuff. But, um, yeah. So as for the, for the future, it's, it's really just kind of like figuring out, uh, how to legitimize and and kind of having you know an exit strategy where we both can walk away winners really yeah 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 when we first started um you know it was a for sure two-man job you need to have you know four hands on a slate when you're moving it and as we 
kind of got stronger, like the uh, the smaller slates now we can kind of pick up um, on our own, which is kind of exciting, but it's still a mandatory two-guy job to get it done yeah, and safely, yeah. especially when you're... Is it, pick, po- is it Would it be ever be possible to do one man or... It, it, you like can be it, in it a dire be, circumstance, but not on like a regular basis, hey? Exactly, yeah, I could, yeah. Do a, I could do a lighter table on my own. But, um, you know, you put in liability too. When you're yeah. carrying these things by yourself and you've got someone's like $7,000 hardwood floor, Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a lot of going downstairs too. Like your balance would be just so thrown. So you got, you got to be careful. Yeah. Um, I I think that there is a way to potentially make a tool or come up with a dolly system where you could do inventors. It on your own. That would be nice. <laughs> um, inventors, however, contact me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're an inventor in the Calgary area, <laughs> contact me. Uh, no, um, I think that there is a way to kind of you know come up with a, a way to to do it on your own yeah um but we're not there yet and it is definitely a, definitely a two-man job for sure what yeah. is what were you guys looking at real estate agents for so we find a lot of the tables that we pick up are uh you know people that are moving so it's people that are home buyers that you know buy a house and that has a pool table and they don't want it um uh, but no one moves them so you know they can't really yeah. get rid of it or home sellers that are selling the house with the pool table and you know again they don't want it yeah. uh so you end up kind of with you know these two people and th- with this immovable object that nobody really wants and so they you know throw it on marketplace and then they sell it for two hundred dollars and then someone comes and picks it up so what we want to do is we want to kind of contact real estate agents and say hey if you ever have any disputes over pool tables uh, or you're you know coming across them frequently like we can be a simple solution for you we'll come in we'll take it we'll you know we'll give the the, the seller some some money we'll make the buyer happy like we'll yeah. settle this disputes for you cool yeah nice uh and then so brian you have to so where, where else did you so you are leaning leaning to los angeles city of angels yeah um where where else did you are you kind of waiting to hear back from um, uh so yeah, Cleveland. You, you have a bit of a sit, sit and wait kind of exactly, scenario. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I just had uh, my interview with the uh, uh, University of Alberta on Saturday. Cool. So, so waiting to hear back from them. Uh, and so the other front line or runners are Detroit and Cleveland as mm-hmm. well. So we'll see. I mean, Cleveland's got that big, you know, chemical cloud, which so. is super scary. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland's probably fine, right? I'm. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, drinking bottled water for the next four years there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Um, I got family in that area, so it'd be a nice kind of alternative. I could live a little bit cheaper. Um, but then again, you know, you go to LA and you'll never see snow, kind of thing. So yeah, uh, it's a tough sell to go Gotta anywhere watch else. Watch out for the uh, the once in a century. Um, what is it? The San Andreas Fault Line. There, yeah, there was a movie with yeah. The Rock where yeah, all of California falls into the ocean. Yeah, yeah. That's I the actually o- got The Rock on speed dial, so I'll oh, be alright. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that case, yeah, yeah. yeah. Covering all my bases. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, is veneers guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got lined up in the next five. Yeah. Years. If anyone's looking for veneers, uh, can talk contact Brian. Won't get them for a while, but. Yeah, so uh, to get the ball rolling for it, um, I still have to draft up even my acceptance letter. They, they've all that's happened so far is they've said you're accepted. I haven't even responded to it yet. So what I got. What does go- an acceptance letter entail? 
it's like, okay, you're going to have to go through a criminal record check. You're going to yeah. have to make sure that your health is good and you've got all your immunizations. And then you're going to have to go through, you yeah. know, payments. There's deposits to be made. Um, and then you have to get a visa to go down south, right? Yeah. So yeah. You don't just reply with, like, dope. <laughs> yeah, dope. See you then. Yeah. <laughs> Dear college, thanks. Yeah. Send. Yeah. <laughs> Only if you get into Harvard kind oh. of thing. But yeah. <laughs> no, so it's exciting. Um, but uh, good news is it, you know, it, what month is it? March. I've got yeah. till August to figure it out. Mm-hmm. If this was, you know, because they can accept you all the way till August. Mm. Yeah. So I, I've got quite a big time frame to figure That's it awesome. out, so... Yeah, and when it comes to the summer, looking forward to getting back out in Calgary and you know going for floats. And yep. it's been a long winter, so it's been a really long winter. Yeah, yeah, it'll be nice to be reset for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I don't know if you guys want to, if you want to talk about this at all, but uh, uh, have you talked about uh, going away for school with your significant other? I haven't yet. Okay, I only found out on the seventh. So give me, give me, okay, a, yeah. give, cut yeah, me yeah, some yeah, slack. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> which way you lean in? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't have no, to. No, no, it's it's honestly, yeah, everything's just sinking in right now. So yeah. and you know you do have a, have to have a conversation about it, um, yeah. right? And so no, it's it's good, and that's that's in the books. Yeah. Yeah. Mason is your significant other. Uh, does she like uh, moving pool tables? She she does. Um, so no, she's a, she's a nurse and she's, she's tiny. So I don't know that she would be great at moving pool tables, but, uh, she is very good at fixing people's problems, problems with their health. Yeah. Oh, with their health. Did she get a, uh, did she get set up at a hospital or something? Yeah, she did. She just got uh, a job at, uh, Rocky View Maternity. Let's go. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was hoping for. Yeah. So she's super stoked on that. And then um, sh- when she was in Vancouver, she was actually doing COVID testing for oh, wow. um, for movie, s- movie sets. Oh. Um, so she actually also just got, uh, they called, the same company called her and was like, hey, we're setting up shop in Calgary. Do you want to take the lead on that? So now she's going to be doing that too. What, do you know what they're well, filming? I have no idea. Oh, and nice. She's going to be our in. Yeah, yeah. And you know What's what? I don't even know if I if I would be allowed to if I did know it. Oh, I bet okay, it's Fargo. Okay. I'm gonna, it's probably. I'm going to take a guess yeah. and say it's Fargo. That would be really cool. Yeah. Nice. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, there's lots of rock climbing here. They could do that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh Going into more uh, metaphysical, philosophical here. What's your guys' outlook on uh, on life? What's, uh, are you bullish? Bullish life long term? Bullish uh, society? Or Depends bearish society? Russia deals with Ukraine. Mm, yeah. You know, that is so out of my mind. I oh, man, I'm terrified of that. that. Being yeah. a six foot, you know, two, 200 pound guy, you know, oh, I'd be. Oh, yeah, you're drafted right yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> Make a good bullet sponge. Well, Joey yeah. May is our buddy Joey's in the military right now. And they're saying um, they haven't said anything official, but they're like, they need a goalie. They'd be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, damn. Did you see, well, though, yeah. like that? Because uh, I guess there's a, a group of analysts, right? Uh, and they determine kind of the threat level around the, around the globe. 
and the the group of analysts they declared that we were ninety seconds to midnight. I guess like threat level midnight. Like it's a, yeah. it's a thing. Like midnight yeah. is like destruction. Like shit's over. Yeah. And we were the closest we've ever been ninety seconds. And it's yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, not it would nice, be um. It would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I could go to war. No, yeah. I'd be I'd be trying to throw as many wrenches in the plan as I could. I'd be like, I got flat feet, man. I can't make it up there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I know I'm not going to My back to from war. the pool tables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd uh What do you mean? You're the tank. <laughs> yeah. you know I if if it was for my country, I would do the heck Hector Salamanca. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'd have a belt. <laughs> <laughs> Just meet up with Putin. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh. Yeah, we yeah. could send you. It's like a Valkyrie operation. Yeah, Trojan horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the interview. <laughs> yeah, we, we go in. We go and get it. Then a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Words. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, so me, medium, medium, lukewarm. We're not. Like, what's your what's your take? Is it going to get sorted out, or is it not going to get sorted out? Oh, I don't know, man. I try not to overthink it. Yeah, I I sure hope it gets sorted out, but I don't like. I don't. There's no easy solution. It's out of my control, so why stress about it? Kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. I feel like that's a healthy take. Yeah. Yeah. I've been focusing on the alien mothership that the lizard people today. Yeah. (laughs) Did you see that? No. On on Instagram on this big like news page, they were like, uh. Turns out the they're talking about how lizard. all those like UFOs that stuff the U.S. government have been shooting down. They're like, yeah, it might be coming from some mothership, and uh, they're probes. And I'm like, okay, it's only a little scary. Where can I get me one of these probes? <laughs> <laughs> I think they sell them at uh, medical supply stores. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah adult stores. Yeah, yeah, adult like, source, yeah. Look at this. Pentagon reports suggests alien mothership sending UFOs to Earth. The Pentagon. Yep. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the easiest explanation of this? Yeah. Aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys ever watch the show Veep? No. Hilarious. It just pretty. It's kind of like, yeah. It's kind of like a take that like everyone had, like everything in like positions like that. It's just like. It's just chaos and like no one really knows what's going on. And Sounds pretty. Accurate. That's kind of my. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm very much the same way. I'm just like you know what the the news is interesting. Yeah. And I'm just gonna live with that. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing I can do. Aliens guys, come down. I'll be like, hey guys, how's it going? Yeah. Did you hear about the whole like that conspiracy that the alien thing was like a cover up for the Cleveland? Oh, I'm um, sure. Like, I, oh man, not. truth is always stranger than fiction. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, what it, they they there's a that's like a that's like a well known tactic is uh, it's like convolute and distract, convolute distract, convolute distract. So it's like yeah, it's like if you look at like something that's like really fucked up, it's like oh yeah, it's like all right, uh, don't look at over there. <laughs> look, balloons, aliens. aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what what, what what was that over there? I don't know, nothing. But yeah. look, oh yeah, there's a mothership, <laughs> and they're uh, yeah, they're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, that's more that's more entertaining. Okay, yeah, yeah. What was that? oh I forget what what were we even talking about over there? <laughs> I don't even. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
How long have we been going here? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, anything that you guys maybe will kind of wrap it up there. Been going for long. It's been a bit of a marathon. Uh, appreciate you guys coming yeah, on. Yeah, thank you yeah, guys very for much. This us. was yeah. uh, this was really awesome. Yeah, anything um, anything you want to plug? Anyone you want to say hi to before we uh, wrap it up here? Company name? Uh, yeah, just... Um, yeah, where can we find you guys? Yeah, we're, we're on Google. So you can just look up 822 Entertainment. You'll find our uh, Google reviews page, building the website right now. Oh, yeah. um, and then as for, you know, socials, we don't have any yet, but Nice. Keep you posted. Nice. Be announced. Yeah. I, it can be. Yeah. Um. I can attest. These these guys are are, are pretty social. Like they're easy to talk to. Pretty sociable. So, Good guys. Yeah. That in terms of socials, you can talk to them pretty easy. Maybe call them. Yeah. Yeah. Mason, Mason's me. Mason's good at call at calls now. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not afraid yeah. anymore. So yeah. Call. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for someone to chat to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want a pool table move, you just want to talk about your day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. My number's on my card. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, uh-huh. let's end it there. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Dappadoo, dappadoo, two white guys in a wheelchair. <laughs>